Welcome to Cheers to Pop Culture, where we enjoy ourselves some brew and cheers to our love of the pop culture world and talk about the latest news and happenings around the pop culture world. Cheers. Alright, welcome on into episode 11 of Cheers to Pop Culture. Devin, how are you? I am doing as well as you can in this world how are you doing <laughs> uh yeah i'm all right it's been a it's been a fun uh 24 hours let's just say uh, yeah. did a did a watch along uh for winter soldier late last night with my brother which i'll put that out whenever i think we kind of talked about that uh in the episode where it's like hey you know i could throw so these I out can, yeah you know? whenever uh and then this morning i woke up early and watched greyhound uh yeah you told me about that yeah it was uh intense and a very the wrong way to start your morning i do i highly recommend watching it but don't watch it first thing in the morning it's your it's your typical uh a little bit of a downer yeah ww2 movie and it's uh yeah yeah, it's it was uh, it, it i would i mean we talked about this when we did the um trailer the yeah the trailer park uh, breakdown for it i haven't watched a, a shit ton of uh tom hanks movies and this easily is the best one i've ever seen like sure. and that includes toy story and stuff like that like in mm-hmm. um forrest gump like this is it, this is his best his best movie and it's it's that's i'd put it up there, yeah, yeah and i would put it up there with easily in my top five best uh world war ii movies like it's okay. it's really good um but yeah this is podcast two out of three in the past 24 hours oh yeah uh, you're getting down to the buddy. <laughs> yeah i know what i know how kevin smith feels now just yeah, right. hammering out podcasts left and right you're not high enough for that no it's true it's true completely well not not completely sober we'll get into that in a second um but yeah and then during the uh, captain america winter soldier watch along uh I decided to buy a Winter Soldier face mask for the world we're living in <laughs> now that it's you know mandatory to to wear face masks and I have I have you know beer branded face masks for my job and then I have some Oregon Duck face masks so yeah my brother and I were watching it and it was the intro to Winter Soldier when you first meet him when he's uh, attacking Nick Fury and I was like dude that I've always liked that face like the face mask and then like the uh, the the goggles. It's just yeah. a really sweet it's look. It's a cool look. Yeah, and I'm like, I was like, look at my brother. I was like, I wonder if they make that. And so two seconds later, I pull up the old Google machine and fire it in there. And sure, sure as shit, shit. Amazon yeah. sells it for $24.99. And I said, done. And I took a screenshot of it and sent it down to my wife because I don't support Jeff Bezos. And I said, hey, buy this for me. <laughs> <laughs> Suck so, it, Bezos. Yep, so it is on the way. So I can't wait to... Uh, rock that to work that'll be fun but without further ado let's get into what we are drinking Grab a brew. Don't cost nothing. what are you drinking Devin? i am drinking a pacifico i'm trying to bring mexico Ooh. and vacation to my life okay. so that's what i'm drinking okay. what about you uh i'm drinking a tito's and white cran peach Wow. Just getting after hard. it. Getting the hard A. In. Yeah, hard A after a hard day of yakking. 
Do you want to dis- what do you know about hard days? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, it was a solid hour and a half of yakking. I mean, <laughs> oh, get out of here! An hour and a half of yakking. Yeah, yeah, it was probably it was probably yeah, no more than two hours. Well, where'd you go then? Oh, but just Battleground Lake. We went, Lake? Okay. Yeah, we had to go out to my mom's because our travel trailers up there and yeah. uh, do some things to it. And she had recently bought a new yak, and she had two older yaks and she's like hey you want them I'm like sure well fuck we'll take it i mean we're starting to go camping and whatnot and all the places we go have lakes and rivers and whatnot so yeah there's some something to do when i'm not golfing and and so yeah we took it she's like hey let's go to battleground lake it's two minutes away i'm like okay so we took it out there and yeah just yacked around the lake for like like i said about an hour and a half two hours and yeah it was, it was fun did you wear a life vest? Of course. You, Good. Devin, do you, like, do you think I could even get a mile away from Battleground Lake with my mom without wearing a life vest? Even that though, even so though I'm a grown ass man, that is so true. and she didn't wear a life vest. <laughs> <laughs> but bet your uh, ass, uh, I had to. <laughs> I'm the baby boy, the thirty year old baby boy. All right. Well, it's gonna be a, a shorter um, episode this week. You know. Fucking hashtag. Not as much news. Yeah, hashtag COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start out with uh, Ant-Man 3 is reportedly uh, starting production summer of 2021. All for this. Uh, when, I'd probably say a handful of months after Ant-Man 2 came out, there was starting to be kind of leaks and rumors uh, that we probably wouldn't get in Ant-Man 3. And if we did, it would be like a Disney Plus type which i was disappointed in because i've always liked uh the ant-man movies it's just you know it's light-hearted comedy inside yeah set inside the mcu yeah and so i've always enjoyed it and i really like number two i love the the ghost character and what mm-hmm. they what they did with her um so i'm glad to see ant-man's getting a third film i really hope it's called like ant-man and the young avengers and they set up the Young Avengers uh, through Ant-Man and Ant-Man's daughter, who's now of age. I mean, you could stick. I think Mickey and I talked about this yesterday on the uh, watch-along. You, you know, you could stick an Ironheart in there, whether it's mm-hmm. the classic version of Ironheart from the comics, or you just take, or the new one. You just take yeah. uh, Morgan Stark from, oh, 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 I from, see from Endgame, yeah, yeah, just yeah, have yeah. Tony Stark's daughter grow up and mm-hmm. yeah, have her take, take on the Iron Man um, legacy. Yeah, just just start up the Young Avengers because yeah, Mickey and I were kind of talking. I think that's what brought this up was he was like, "Is there gonna be another Avengers movies?" I'm like, "Oh, yes, there's gonna be another Avengers movie, but it's not gonna be with the Avengers as we know it. It's because they're all either dead or super old or right. you know off doing other things, and so yeah, they're gonna have to do the Young Avengers. But that's, I mean, that's what's good about having just the the plethora." of characters that marvel has you can have a yeah. young avengers you could have a west coast avengers they have a million different offshoots of the avengers mm-hmm. it's just as who do you want to introduce is really what it is mm-hmm. uh which characters do you feel strongest with um and don't discount i mean like they could also use that that to platform into x-men if they really had to like mm-hmm. shoehorn yeah because you know what they're gonna pick one of these movies they're gonna shoehorn in the x-men somehow yeah um but I think Young Avengers would make more sense with Ant-Man 3 for sure. Yeah, keep it lighthearted. 
That's what. Yeah, I, totally. I, totally. I, don't, I don't want a super serious Ant Man movie. That's not. What no, that's, no, that's, that's not what Ant Man's for. <laughs> yeah. That's that's why Ant Man was successful is because it wasn't. Yeah, because it was it was serious. a it was a yeah. light hearted heist movie. The first one. Yeah. And so, yeah. all right, we'll move it on to, uh, from good Marvel news to bad Marvel news. Uh, mm-hmm. Marvel Studios will not uh, be partaking in or having a panel at uh, the Comic Con at home this year, which is sad. Uh, I mean, there's really nothing. I mean, I guess they they could have launched like a in Eternals. We haven't seen an Eternals trailer yet. Why waste it though? Yeah, for something you know. Usually they like their big Hall H down in San Diego. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's. You know, it is what it is. It's kind of well. And I I heard it's just they're not going to have a panel, but it doesn't mean that yeah. Marvel's not going to do anything. Yeah, yeah, no, you know yeah, I mean? they're not, they're just not going to have a major panel there. Yeah. Um, so you know, that, it is what it is. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if most of the, like the major studios don't have big panels as we've you know come to know them over mm-hmm. the past handful of years with you know the normal Comic Con, but this yeah. one be you know it's a special one with everyone having to stay home so i'm sure it'll be a lot more um video uh based and have a lot of you know things you could just sit there and watch instead of having a bunch of people on stage so Mm -hmm. yeah uh cool little nugget i i listened to the it's called talk dead to me it's a talking or it's a walking dead podcast um we've talked about them before where they have um I think two two of the three hosts, or maybe one of the three hosts, actually works for The Walking Dead, um, like the the comic company, mm-hmm. not the not AMC. Um, so they get access to uh, the show characters all the time, and so since there isn't any new episodes, because uh, they re- they just started in season ten, so they, it's not like they've been going you know the whole time. So they've been going back from episode not episode well yeah they started with episode one but season one. And they're doing like major episodes through each season throughout this, you know, hashtag COVID-19. And the most recent one, they had Michael Cutlets on and he was talking about his uh, his death episode, which was uh, 701. You know, it's the famous episode where Negan kills Abraham and Glenn. And he he mentioned a, a not a fun, uh, yeah, fuck it. A fun little nugget that when I was listening to it, and I was like, "Ooh, that that might have been good," uh, but AMC axed it because they felt it was too dark, or, or even darker than what actually happened. Because <laughs> uh, I mean, they lost a shit ton of fans with what happened, and I've you know said my thoughts about it before. If you left on because of that, because like the way Glenn and Abraham were killed off fuck you you don't deserve the show like that's yeah my opinion like you, you clearly don't get it yeah sorry like that's what happened in the comics like you can leave but if they didn't do that like people would have lost their fucking minds that read the comics like sorry that's what happens and and i have friends that um stopped watching because glenn got killed off that way and i just laughed I'm like you're a fucking idiot dude um so he was the the first like initial draft of six 616 would be the season six finale would be it's kind of flows the same but it instead of it ending how it did with the cliffhanger where it's just negan technically killing the camera and you don't see who he actually cracks over the head with a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire um he kills abraham and you're like 
oh, so if like if if that happens, I'm sitting there watching it as a as a comic book reader. I'm like, oh, they're mixing it up, which the show tends to do from time to time. And he's not going to kill Glenn. He kills Abraham. Okay. At this point in the comics, Abraham was already dead. So I'm like, okay, he's getting his, you know, death because he dies in the comics, but just a, spinning it a different way. And then he they open up 701 a handful of months later, and it's a continuation, and he kills Glenn, like right off the bat, <laughs> yeah. which would have been awesome uh, because I was furious with the cliffhanger. Um, I didn't like that they did that. Um, so if they would have given us one of the two deaths and then just next episode, handful of months later, give us the comic book death of Glenn, um, I would have been happy with it. And that, that would have been fantastic. But apparently AMC thought it was a little too dark. It was mostly, it wasn't like the Abraham, like killing Abraham off in the finale. It was, hey, the season finale or the season premiere is supposed to be kind of, you know, exciting yeah exciting not, not exciting like yeah not exciting yeah but like, like you're supposed you know to have I mean? optimism and yeah, yeah, all yeah. this stuff and just to start it off with killing one of the biggest characters on the show at the time it wouldn't have worked, uh, <laughs> wouldn't have worked. Um, no. i mean so you know they did it the way they did it and you know it is what it is um but yeah i think i went when abraham said that or michael cutlets the actor uh said that i was like oh that's that would have been interesting. I wonder if uh, people would have freaked out. Well, people still would have freaked out because it's Glenn dying. That was why they were freaking out about. But I was like, if when I was thinking about it, I was like, they, there would have been less backlash because there wouldn't have technically been a cliffhanger. Like, because yeah. we're all waiting for Negan to kill someone. And we all think it's going to be Glenn. Oh, they throw a wrench at us and boom, it's Abraham. And then you fade to black. And then you're like, okay, cool. Hey, that's what they're doing. Can't wait for yeah, season... whatever. Abraham's yeah, dead. Okay. Yeah, can't, and then, yeah, can't yeah. wait for season seven. The shock of F one would have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, moving on to some Batwoman news. We finally have our new Batwoman. Uh, God friended me. Uh, ooh, what is this? It's Javisa. Javisa. Okay. Yeah. Javisa. Uh, Lisa. Lisi. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, she's been cast as the new Batwoman on CW, um, an African-American actress, which is nice. I've never seen um, God Friended Me. Me neither. Uh, yeah, so I, I couldn't tell you if she's a bad actress or, or whatnot, but she kind of looks the part. Like, all, like, the pictures I've seen of her, like, I can mm-hmm. see her in the Batwoman suit kicking ass. Well, and for the uppity, like, uh, you remember how uppity people were with... Um the previous actress not being quote unquote gay enough. Yeah. Right. <laughs> is, 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 she, like, is, is she, she's, super bi- gay? she's bisexual. So, Oh, well we can still have that Devin. She might I not know, be but quote they unquote at least gay didn't enough. hire like, what, remember we were worried that yeah, they were going to hire yeah, someone a, straight yeah, and we were straight, like, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. And then just watch the internet melt down. Yes. Okay. So I'm glad that they went that direction. Mm-hmm. She, from everything I've read, she's a good actress. Um, have you read it? I saw a little thing about, kind of the the rumors of what the character is supposed to be like have you read any about that no i hadn't i hadn't dived into it yet okay so i guess the character's name is ryan wilder which is is like a brand new character in the dcu so we'll see okay um but it's supposed to be based off of a character named harper Rowe. okay which was 
Batman sidekick mm-hmm. starting in the like 2014, I think it was the Batman Batman Eternal comics. Okay. She went under the name Bluebird. Um, kind of similar to like Jason Todd. She grew up in like the narrows like or the sketchy part of Gotham, okay. right? Yeah, so she had, you know, kind of a, a rough upbringing. Yeah, but she wasn't like a troublemaker like as much as Jason was and <laughs> yeah. uh, from what I've read, like the synopsis, she she kind of like discovers a lot of Batman's equipment out out in Gotham. Hmm. And then she ends up trying to improve the design that he like after observing it, like tries to improve the design and then tries to like get the information to Batman and Batman like busts her nose and <laughs> tells her to stop. And but she like keeps going, right? Hmm. And then she eventually takes the design to Wayne Tower because she's like, well, he's powerful enough. Like he'll figure out a way to get it to Batman. So yeah. she takes it to Wayne Tower, shows it to Bruce, <laughs> who then eventually like has a change of heart, mm-hmm. right? And like takes her designs and talks to her and okay, I'm, um, I'm... and then like she eventually, I, I guess she like saves Batman at one point, like pulling him out of the bay and jump starts his heart with a car battery. So. Huh. Yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, I'm I'm totally down if that's the direction, like that yeah. kind of character. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, a person with like a you know kind of a no nonsense upbringing, um, not necessarily like a street a street punk, like uh, like Jason was, but yeah, like just you know being born in that environment and kind of you have to be tough to, to survive. Work your way out. Yeah, yeah, in the narrows. Um, so yeah, I'm down with that, and and to have her bring that kind of. Um, that kind of uh you know bravado uh to to batwoman and kind of just be have that attitude um where yeah. she's not gonna you know not gonna be you know a damsel in distress but just you know be out there fucking kicking ass yeah uh, that's what Grit, like perseverance mm-hmm. like yeah. strength yeah, like ab- i'm absolutely all for that like that would be a really cool direction to take her because bluebird isn't going to happen ever on, in, no. on the screen that's not gonna happen so if you take the inspiration and put that into your new character i'm yeah. all for that yeah and that's what's cool about um uh taking comics and in, in making them into shows or or to, or movies you can tweak it and you could take you know this character and like all right now instead of having her be bluebird like she is in the comics no fuck it batwoman Batwoman yep. will look better on screen, so fuck it, let's make her Batwoman. They mm-hmm. they do that all the time in comics. Well, then, especially if DC was smart, like Marvel does, you double down and you even like give mm-hmm. little hints like that was your inspiration. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Like you have to have like little moments where it pays homage to the inspiration. But yeah. then again, we're talking about DC. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <not gonna happen. laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, all right, more DC news that I'm super pumped for. Uh, I. I think I just tagged you on it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I even sent it to you. Uh, Matt Reeves and uh, Terrence Winter. Uh, Terrence Winter did Boardwalk Empire for HBO. Uh, n- never saw it, but heard it was good. Yeah. Uh, they're making a Gotham Central style uh, poli- police crime drama for HBO Max. Um, this series will reportedly be set before the Matt Reeves, the Batman. Uh, and will focus on how Gotham City became so corrupt and infested with criminals. I'm in on this. So this is like even before Gordon and all them. This is like way earlier. Uh, it, it doesn't say. It just says it's before the Batman, which the Batman is set in the 90s. So so Gordon's still young, though. So yeah, yeah Gordon could still be in. Yeah, there. so you could still have uh, Jeffrey Wright, because that's who's playing um, yeah. Gordon in the Batman. You could have him in there, have him just be like a police officer, 
uh, or it's whatever. It's kind of like the. It's kind of like a. It sounds to me like a like a cop drama, but in the Gotham, like the Gotham style, the show Gotham. So it's it's liter- It sounds, and that's why I'm super pumped for this. It literally sounds like it's an HBO version of Fox's Gotham. Right. It's literally like what it gonna, sounds like. They're going to pump all the mo- like yeah, money, into all the it. money into it. It's going to look fantastic. I absolutely loved Gotham. Yeah. It's one of like the best quote unquote Batman things we have gotten, especially on on the small screen. Uh, absolutely. So so I'm in for it. Having having HBO behind it, just dumping money into it, so it's going to look nice. You're going to get good actors and actresses. Good pacing, because mm-hmm. like I felt like Fox a lot felt rushed. Yeah, because they like you know what I mean. Because they don't know if the funding's coming a lot of times, so like they feel like they need to get big storylines like faster and out. Yeah, and, um, but HBO will definitely take their time. Yeah, and so yeah, so we'll. It didn't say when it's coming out. I would assume after the Batman. Um, so by then we'll know if because I don't think they've actually came out and said, "Hey, Jeffrey Wright's playing Commissioner Gordon." Mm-hmm. He it, he just said he's playing Jim Gordon. Um, so we don't know if in the movie he's going to be commissioner yet, or if he's going to be, um, working his way up and if he's working his way up, or if he is truly commissioner, you set a show before this, you could easily have him, um, in there and throw some, you know, de-aging makeup on him or special effects on him. And boom, he's regular old, you know, police, you know, Jim Gordon. You could um, also go even deeper though. And like back when, Thomas and Martha and all them are still alive, right? And like mm-hmm. when they're alive, and then you watch the corruption crumble beneath. Because mm-hmm. when Thomas was in power, there were a bunch of other people in power as well, mm-hmm. watching that all deteriorate and watch maybe Thomas go into this spiral, right? Yeah, that and that's what I was disappointed with Fox's Gotham. Like they got on to fucking the death of the Waynes super so fast. fast. And I'm like, God, so come fast. on. He's like, like, we already know. Like, you flat out told us, dude, that Batman isn't going to be in this. It's mm-hmm. about Jim Gordon and his rise through the the Gotham uh, Police Department. It's like, dude, so why are you killing him or killing them in, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was within the first like, three episodes. Within the max. first three episodes. Yeah, yeah, and so I'm like, dude, why? You don't need this. Make them alive. Just have them be chilling. Have them be the Waynes. We never mm-hmm. get to see the Waynes doing their, business. Like, natural, yeah. yeah, business. Yeah, yeah, we always see it. Ninety-nine percent of the times we see the Waynes, they're in the fucking alley. <laughs> Give us outside the alley Waynes, for God's sake. So Please. yeah, so so if they do this, well, I mean they are doing it, but they, they need to give us like a handful of at least minimum one full season of Thomas and Martha Wayne just doing Wayne things running right and like combating maybe organized crime mm-hmm. that's popping up with yeah. their competitors or like uh uh peers or mm-hmm. contemporaries mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah um something to that effect where like yes you have this gotham like with the waynes but yeah. you don't just immediately murder them because yeah. like that always bothers me yeah. <laughs> it yeah. bothers me so much yeah it's, we, that, like, like thomas and martha are known for just dying <laughs> they're, they're 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 dc's uh uncle ben yeah, that's, but why, like, that's why the they're the problem there. is like they always refer to Thomas and Martha as being yeah. like these great people. Yeah, but we never get to see and, it. like have done great things. So like, well then fucking show yeah, me for yeah, once. Show me. And but then the one time you get that, it's in Joker, and he's kind of a scumbag. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, moving on to I think our first ever tech news. We don't talk yes. a lot of tech on here as much yeah. as I love tech. 
um, the iPhone 12, and since I wrote this up, uh, some new Samsung phones coming later this year or early next year will not come with a charging brick or ear pods for the iPhone or headphones for the Samsung. And people are losing their goddamn minds. Like, like tech nerds are raging on Apple right. first. Cause first it was Apple and it was like, Oh, typical Apple. You're going to take stuff away from us, but you're not going to lower your prices. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's Apple. Come on. You know, what yeah, are you doing? Get, get with the program. Yeah. 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 Like, like for full transparency, Devin and I are iPhone people. I am yeah. a thousand percent in the Apple ecosystem with fucking MacBooks and iPads and ear, ear pods and Apple TVs and everything. Uh, I am not. I just have an iPhone. Yeah. So I am. I am all. all but I understand all why. Yeah. I, understand. I love it. I, and I, I think I finally got my mom converted. She, uh, her, uh, uh, her very first Apple product arrived yesterday, which was an iPad Air, and she's like, "It's the best." And I'm like, "Yeah, I've been te- <laughs> telling you this forever." Like, she's like, "I've just, I've always been Samsung. I've always been Samsung." I'm like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm not gonna shit on Samsung. My my fucking SSD right here is a fucking Samsung. I don't fucking That is care. so your mom. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I don't think I can go back. I'm like, yeah. And just wait till you get in <laughs> get the everything yeah, else. you get in the equal <laughs> ecosystem and they all work together. <laughs> It'll blow your fucking and you mind. You buy something on here and it goes to everything yeah. else. You don't have to log no, into shit. This she was so like it blew her mind. So she her tablet of choice has been like a Galaxy. Um, just a Galaxy tablet or something like that. I don't know. Samsung sure. tablet. And she had, uh, God damn it. What's the Barnes and Noble like reading app? Kindle? Yes. Well, and, that's Amazon, right? Is yeah, that- yeah, that's Amazon. So it was. Oh, it, the Nook. Yes, the Nook. yes. And so she had that app on there, and she was like, "Oh, it's a Barnes and Noble's app." And I, I thought I lost all my, lost all my books, and she. Then I went to the app store and they had the app right there. And I'm like, yeah, mom, that's how apps work. <laughs> they're on <laughs> all the devices. And they're tied to your account. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was just so proud. But hey, I'm proud for her. You know, I, no, I'm, that's awesome. I'm, I'm She's team, getting with the program. Yeah, I'm team She's Apple. With but yeah, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was very cute that, you know, just the way she was so excited finding out, you know, apps work on all devices <laughs> multiple devices yeah. i love it yeah so hey you know <laughs> um i'm not mad about this the only no. thing that i'd be irritated about is that yeah you're gonna take all this away at what point do you pay for an iphone with airpods that come with it yeah and so and that's what i been like i i watch a lot of youtube videos on on um tech channels and like and, and like one of the ones because when i first saw this headline on twitter i'm like Oh, God damn it, Apple! Like you're making it hard for me to support you, like openly, because it's just you're just low. You're giving more ammo to gouging, the, to, yeah, gouging, to, to the gouging. Apple haters. And but then I stepped back and thought about it. I have in my spare room a closet shelf full of Apple boxes with headphones in with charging bricks bricks in there the bricks i don't use the bricks i use the cables as of right now they're still gonna send you really i use both because like other stuff is usb charged so i just use the brick as well so i i have i have different ones i'm like like i said i'm a freak with this stuff i have 
different chargers for different things, but then I have like multiple chargers where I could charge multiple devices um, through one plug-in. Uh, so I have a bunch of different chargers and then I have fast chargers and, you know, just normal chargers. So I never use the five watt Apple charger brick. Never. I always, oh, this is, this is my California ghetto showing yeah. is that I use the brick for other things, <laughs> yeah. not actual yeah. iPhone stuff. Yeah. That, I, I guess that I, I do occasionally, I have one in my bedroom. I have one five watt charger brick that I use for my phone, um, sanitizer box. Like it. It's got a wireless charger on top, and then, like, you put it in there and turn it on, and UV light, you know, quote-unquote, gets rid of the fucking COVID for you. Um, so you could throw different things in there. So I'll occasionally throw, you know, my keys in there and whatnot and clean them with UV light. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Um, but other than that, like, my bricks stay in there. I mean, I always... I'm just a shitty person. I always kind of judge, especially athletes. Like, when you watch, like, an NBA game... And you see them like walking into the arena wearing, like the tr- the cable, Apple headphones. Yeah, come on, man, you're a and millionaire. Like, What's wrong? I'm with like, you? bro, you can't get some Bluetooths. Like, I hated like warming like, not up. Not even bows over the yeah. heads, like something. Yeah, something. Like, there's literally so many different options from fucking bows to Beats to AirPods. There's literally, and Samsung has a billion, and they all work. And I would say, and I would say, at different price points. But you play in the NBA, yeah. So it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm never like judging Joe Blow walking on the street corner with the normal headphones on like no no that's no that's that would just be being a complete asshole but when i see like super wealthy people i'm like come on bro you can't splurge the 179 dollars for like just the standard airpods (laughs) so yeah i so those i never use like the charger brick i never use i always use the cable like i'd be more pissed if they get rid of the cable i always love a fresh cable. I have a feeling they won't do that, though. Yeah, I, 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 I certainly hope not. Like, I will rage if they get rid of the actual actual cable. Because, like, so we're kind of dragging this out, but, like, the reason why they're getting rid of it is, is eco-waste. Like, it's people like me that get, you know, a new iPhone every other year. I don't, I don't ever use and then them. they just throw it. Yeah, like, they, they just throw, throw them away. away. Yeah, I don't throw them away. Because that's not good for the environment. But, like, yeah, people just throw them away. And they just sit in landfills. And so it's like, come on, guys. And and so it, I get where Apple's coming from. They're like, hey, this is probably not your first iPhone. If you're buying the new iPhone 12, that's like... And you probably know somebody, even if you did get it. Yeah. Well, like, they needed a brick well, that you could find someone. Yeah, well, but they're, they're still going to sell them. Like, it, and, like, I saw a bunch of websites saying, like, hey, like... Apple would be smart where it's like, hey, here you go. If you just want a box with an iPhone 12 in it and a cable, boom, here you go. But if for some strange reason this is your first iPhone or, you know, your other one's kind of uh, short-circuiting or whatever, add to to your car. Having an option. Yeah, here's here's a brick. Here's a 5-watt brick. Here's a 10-watt brick. Here's a 20-watt fast charger brick. Whatever. Here's a brick. Add it for, you know, 10 to, you know, $30, depending on uh, the size of, of the brick. And here, boom, there you go. And so, yeah, that would be a perfect option. It's just like, here, if you want it, yes, sorry, you're going to have to pay more for it. But, you know, 
it's not that much. It's like I said, it'd be a max of like 30 bucks. In the grand scheme of things, if you're buying the fully maxed out iPhone for $1,100, what's another $30, you know? Agreed. So, yeah. So, all right. On to our first little question of, the, of the Time show. Timestamp. I got to pee. Okay. We apologize for this. The show will resume shortly. All right. Um, into our first, like, kind of topic question of the show. Uh, pull up that picture I sent you, Devin. Yep. So, all right. You have to choose the first movie. So, the, I'm, I'm going to go with because one of them's kind of, actually, a couple of them are tricky. So, like, the literally the very first movie ever made of this franchise. Not the first one in, you know, the order of, you know, episode one, two, three, four, stuff like not that. Not the, not the, like the canon order. Yeah, yeah, not the canon order. So if I say Star Wars, like the first one is Star Wars, it's, we're talking no. about the the New Hope, not Phantom Menace. So, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Iron Man, which Iron Man is the MCU, Man of Steel, DCEU, John Wick, Transformers, Jurassic Park, and Spider-Man. Spider-Man's going to be just the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. Oh, it is? Okay. Yes. So what am I supposed to do? Just choose? Yeah, basically, what's the best... Starting movie? Yeah, first movie. So basically... On its, on its own. On its own. Oof, man, that is tough. It, um, it, it is tough. Like, I'm there's a handful I'm knocking off. Um me for me personally, Lord of the Rings, get the fuck out. Um, uh, me for me, Lord of the Rings is out too. Ooh, semi surprising. Uh, uh, Spider Man, yep. Man of Steel, see ya. Yep, yep, yep. I'm I'm with you there. Um, I'm a big Transformers guy, but get out, out. get out. Uh, I do like John yeah. Wick. This John, John Wick, Wick is, is where good. that's where John it gets. Wick is good. Now it's getting tough. As like a movie. If you just ignore the rest of the series, mm-hmm. John Wick as a movie is is good, so good. But is it better so, than Jurassic Park One uh, and A New Hope, Devin and no, Iron Man? It's, no, it's not. <laughs> See, it's just not. It, it's super good. We're at this point, we're splitting hairs now. He's yeah, we really are. Yeah. All four of these movies, I love yeah. all four. Of these yeah, movies. John Wick gone. So now we're eliminating. Yep. So now we got. New Hope versus Iron Man versus Jurassic Park. What are you eliminating next, Again, Devin? Splitting hairs. Again, splitting hairs. Um, if I'm just going the movie, nothing to do with the series, mm-hmm. just the movie itself, I'm getting rid of Iron Man. Uh, I I'm gonna have to agree with you. As much yeah. as I love like Iron Man, and we love boy, Iron Man on this podcast. Uh, I'm, yeah, I I agree with you. Let, let's let, let's get rid of Iron Man. So now it's down to a New Hope versus Jurassic Park one. Yep. What are you gonna I do? Think, I think this was the natural order of things, and I think mm-hmm. we both know where each other's going. Yes, and we're going in opposite direction. Opposite direction. <laughs> so so you're going Jurassic Park. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Jurassic Park. You're yeah. going a New Hope. And like we said, splitting hairs—they're all fantastic. Like, I'm Super not fighting. Yeah, not 
Well, well, yeah, I mean, but I mean, they're all good movies. But that's why, like I said, we we knocked out Man of Steel. Um, I mean, I'm even surprised. And Spider-Man. Why is that even there? Yeah, I'm surprised you got rid of Lord of the Rings as fast as you did. I would I would have been surprised, or I was thinking you probably would have gotten rid of John Wick before Lord of the Rings. No. Um, so as much as I am the D&D Wizards guy on this podcast, um, I loved Lord of the Rings, but Fellowship is not not a movie for me that I care about. Yeah. Um, it's, it's three hours. Well, it's two and a half <laughs> hours of setup and a half hour of actually like good movie. Yeah. And then now if this was two towers, that's a lot harder. Yeah. But, um, fellowship easy. Get out of here. <laughs> no. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, so, and that's, what's cool about like this setup mm-hmm. is, you know, let's say a month from now we have another slow episode. I could take this same list and like, all right, movie two. Yeah. In this franchise. Yeah. You know, so we're talking Empire, oh, Empire, two, two towers, two, uh, two towers, Iron Man two, BVS, Spider Man two, which is the best of the Spider Man movies, yep. Jurassic Park two, which is sneaky good. Weaker. I really like that. Good, but but weaker. Yes. Um, Transformers two, we could shit on that, and then John Wick two is really good. Also very good. So also yeah, very good. that one actually might be a tougher one. Like mm-hmm. it'll be it'll be top heavy. Like the bottom, we could axe a, a, a couple of them real Absolutely. quick. And then once you get into, you know, four movies left, it's that that's going to be an uh, all out brawl. Donnybrook. If I mean, will. I'd I'd argue that just Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, their sequels are in the top 10 movies you oh, could list. Yeah. Of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And I and as we all know, I shit on everything. Um, Wizards and dragons and all that fun stuff. Uh, but Two Towers is a fantastic movie. I it's, I, I, I can't shit on that movie. That's because it's the perfect balance of drama and action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the perfect blend. Yep. yep. Yeah. And I think that's the only thing that saves it for you. Like you can push the, the orcs and wizard nerd them mm-hmm. around. But mm-hmm. like as a movie itself, it's very, very good. Yeah. yeah. All right. But yeah. It's, it was a very interesting list. I, I did think as when I first looked at it, I'm like, oh, that's like, come on, man. But then, like, when you actually <laughs> no. dig deeper, yeah. you have to think of them in a bubble. It was a very good question. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, here's a very interesting one that I think we're going to be stuck on for a little bit. Probably. If you had to recast the original Avengers, so we're talking <laughs> Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye, and then I threw in the caveat Nick Fury. Recast them with professional wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Who are you picking? Not current. You're like anybody. No, just from... anybody. Anybody that's sure. ever, you know, wrestled in, you know, the WWE, the W, WCW. yeah, WCW. Just any professional wrestling whatsoever. Yeah. So let's just go top to bottom. Who's your Iron Man? Because this, because Iron, Iron Man, this is the one. Like I just, I pray to God you have someone because I, I have no, man. I struggle so many I so I yep. think with Iron Man I cycled through three different names because I was trying to find the right spot mm-hmm. um but I ended up on Shawn Michaels for Iron Man oh why didn't I think of Shawn that's perfect that's yep. fucking money pretty pretty boy yep smart yep 
um yep. like oozes charisma and is good at what they do yes. like that's yes I, I i toyed around with a couple names i guess i'll give them out at the end yeah that's um, fine because a couple of them are on my list still but yeah i, I went sean michaels because and actually i almost left sean michaels off my list and he's my favorite wrestler of all time but but this is casting it as an avenger not yeah who putting my favorite wrestlers in all these yeah spots, right and so i went the opposite because literally this was the last one this mm-hmm. this was i had this one blank forever. for a long time i had hawkeye blank for a long time i got hawkeye relatively early and oh, okay. when we get to it towards the end yeah. it, it's fitting i went stone cold it makes zero sense whatsoever he's not a pretty boy he's a fucking uh, a drunk redneck and that's not tony star no (laughs) but like i literally could not think of anybody and stone cold is like if not number one he's number two favorite wrestler of all time so i was like so it's like your wrestler yes absolutely yeah so it's like i just it makes sense i had to put him in there just because i was literally drawn a blank you could shoehorn it in there with like a little bit of he was an innovator at the time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but that's that's where it ends for me. Yeah, well, I mean, you could literally do like the demon in the bottle storyline for Iron Man and yeah. just have Stone Cold drink. That's like. true. That's true. <laughs> All right, Captain America, Devin. Who who do you got? Because uh. mine, like this, might have been. I think I had Thor. I had Hulk first, then Thor, then Captain America. Okay. So who I think our lists are gonna be really interesting, man. Yeah. Who who did you pick? John Cena. That is Cap he is yep. Captain America. He is. He is. <laughs> I went with Brown John Cena though. Oh, Brown John Cena, The Rock. The Rock. Yeah. Like... Okay. <laughs> like The Rock, not on my list. Ooh. Well, I mean, outside of eh, I guess you could have gone the hulk but there's better hulks better out there um yeah. i'm not gonna go nick fury because he while he was a part of um the nation of domination and he was mm-hmm. kind of the leader that's oh, not really the same there's, as there's literally only one pick for nick fury and that we're saving that to last and yeah this may lead to me having to fight you if you don't oh, know who we're I fighting have. again <laughs> uh, the running gag on the spot we're just gonna add, add another add another fight to the tally <laughs> like hey hold on, we got two fights now um yeah no the rock the rock john cena is perfect too like mm-hmm. they're they're um 1a and 1b uh the face of the company yeah yeah uh, I, I went with the rock just for like I like every once in a while that subtle little switch of the race. Like Captain America has always kind of been white. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, Sam Wilson becomes Captain America and thank God he became Captain America in the MCU um, over Bucky. But as a whole, you think of Captain America, you're thinking Steve Rogers. And yeah. so like, I would literally have the rock playing Steve Rogers, Captain right. America, not Sam Wilson. So I like I like the little, the little subtle every once in a while you just switch up someone's race um and yeah so i'm down with that uh, if, if i was gonna put the rock anywhere on this list captain america would have been the spot yeah so. yeah i i'm sorry you, you just can't have like because like the next one where it kind of fits would be thor mm-hmm. but it's like but you can't that's that that's I the one you, there's there's you, too you much can't. of a fitting thor for me yeah yeah you uh, can't and yeah i we're thor is next who do you got? Because I think we may have the same person here. 
Triple H. Yep, that's the only, that's, that's the only one. Yeah. I mean, he looks like the Lord. He uses a hammer. He's, his um, his personality is actually like the mytho- like mythological yeah. Thor. Yeah. Not to um, mention, he just always looks like him for the most part. He always like when I think like I know he has different haircuts. I think now he's got shorter hair, he's if bald not now. bald. Yeah, but like when I think of Triple H, I'm thinking mi- mid mid to late '90s long blonde hair. And that's Thor with the hammer. Yep, the the crown when he comes out at WrestleMania, yep. and I'm yep. like, oh yeah, that's Thor. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that's. I mean, like I don't even know who you'd put there other than Triple H. That's honestly. literally the first and only person that came came to mind. Like when I got to, because I, like I said, I think I got Hulk first, and I was like, okay, oh Triple H, duh, Thor. Like I'm like yeah, done. Easy. Type it down. Not uh, not even thinking. I'm moving on to other people, yeah. and I think we might have the same person for Hulk. Who 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 do you have for okay, Hulk? So there's so many Hulks you could pick. Because that's what the WWE is, right? WWF, yeah. WCW. Yeah. That is what the sh- the show is about: is these larger than life people. Yeah. Um, the obvious one was Hulk Hogan for me, but I mm-hmm. didn't go that route. Yep, that is the obvious one. I did not go that one. I went Goldberg. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. That's a good one. He would be number two for me. Okay. Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant was my other one. Yeah. 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 Um he was and and I think as far as if you're comparing both Bruce Banner and Hulk together, mm-hmm. I think Andre is the better fit. Mm-hmm. Um Andre is, was a very smart guy, um larger than life, really nice, mm-hmm. but then in the ring, right? Yeah. He's he's Andre the fucking giant. Yeah. Couldn't we um, couldn't we have technically cheated on this and gone with Lou Frigno? I mean, yeah, because he's Lou Ferrigno is famously showing up on WWF yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. We, I guess <laughs> like like literally as we're talking, I was like, we could have cheated. And gone with he Lou literally, Ferrigno. he literally is a really good friend of Vince McMahon and shows up all the time. <laughs> that would have been awesome if we just because we didn't talk about who we picked. Um, but yeah, that would have been awesome if we both cheated and been like, hey, Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> right. Duh, shenanigans. <laughs> All right. Now, here's where it gets interesting. These yeah. these next two. And like I said, uh, Nick Fury, we're fighting. Um, okay. who, do you, who do you have for Black Widow? I have uh, Becky Lynch. I don't know. Black. I don't know who that is. She's uh, it's because she's modern. Day. OK. Yeah. And so uh, she's the only modern day. Nope. There's one a- one other active wrestler I have on here. Um, but Becky is. um kind of like the big she's the face of women's wrestling before she got pregnant and is now having a baby but Hmm. before that um she has orange hair yeah okay okay i've seen i've seen her on uh wwe commercials okay she can do like she can do anything you ask of her as far as style character um and i think she would just like look and be the part better than anybody else yeah and so we talked about this before we started recording this was literally the only one I had no idea because lost. Yeah, yeah. Because the only woman wrestler I know is, is, um, China and that, that doesn't work. But like we said, perfect fit for wonder woman, if mm-hmm. we were doing a justice league one. Um, and I wasn't going to go with, uh, Ronda Rousey. Like, no, like, no. So I literally just had to Google like Uh-oh. women 
professional wrestlers. Did you go Trish Stratus? Nope. Nope. Did no, not. Okay. I went Liv Morgan. Oh, Liv Morgan. Okay. Literally, uh, all I did was a Google image, and I'm just looking, and just total misogynistic. I'm like, okay. Liv Morgan works. I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. I like, I don't know. I don't currently watch wrestling. I don't know women wrestlers because back in the '90s, there fucking wasn't. Because that's... Raw panties that doesn't count. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I was like, okay, she looks like you know she's hot, basically. Like um, Black Widow. Liv Morgan. Sure. Uh, I, I like that pick. Um, yeah. She's kind of a underrated wrestler uh, these days. I okay. think. Um, uh, as, as far as being sight unseen, that's, that's a good pick. Yeah. I like, I like Liv Morgan. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Now here's where it might get weird. Yeah. We're getting weird. Who Hawkeye's you, the hardest one. Who do you got for Hawkeye? I have Randy Orton. Really? I yeah. Don't... Cause mostly because right. Hawkeye's a marksman yeah. and can strike from anywhere. Right. And that's kind of Randy's <laughs> thing. <laughs> right like that's kind of the rko's thing it's like you get edited into gifts or chips and you just rko people yeah okay okay yeah much now, like a sniper now and, I, and that's all i literally had to go on okay now i went with like someone smaller because when you okay. think of hawkeye yeah, he's, randy orton is like a big dude like, yeah way more of like a captain america yeah dude. And so I was like, okay, I'm trying to go through my head without, you know, Googling again, like wrestlers. Like wrestlers, yes, yeah, common just, wrestlers. Yeah, just going <laughs> off my memory bank. I went sure. Chris Jericho. Uh, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. He's a smaller guy. Um, very, very athletic. Where you, you, Crafty you, had yeah. to, like, yeah. change his style to beat bigger people. Yeah. Because I mean, does. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're you're Hawkeye. You're going into a battle against aliens and shit that fucking Hulk has to take on with bow and arrows. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really, actually, I really love that pick. Yeah. I just wanted to. So the other name that I wanted for Iron Man was Randy Orton, actually, because I like Ray... n- n- not as good as your pick, but I like yeah. him over my pick of Stone Cold. Sure. Uh, like big beautiful man yeah comes from a rich family yeah. uh is really good at everything he does like that was the other name that uh popped up to me Ooh. but i now that we're talking about like other people mm-hmm. we we missed one for, we miss? for for the hulk batista oh batista i thought about it uh, I, I did i totally it. did i totally forgot about batista but i was like <laughs> he's I was fucking like, in the batista. mc <laughs> no but i was like that doesn't count because he is in the yeah. uh, not avengers but sort of yeah. the, avengers. the guardians like, that doesn't count dave doesn't count uh, fucking love dave yeah. um all right fighting time who do you I got have... for nick fury i have vincent Kennedy McMahon. Boom! We're not fighting. We're not fighting. <laughs> That's literally the only option for Nick Fury is to have Vince McMahon. There's literally no other options. Like I, I thought for... of Shane McMahon. I thought of Shane McMahon. No, not as much. Like Shane it's McMahon Vin- would be Vince's... too. It, it it's it's Vince. Like I forget. Oh, it was um guilty pleasure movies that's what we had to fight over like this i would have wanted to legitimately fight you more <laughs> if you picked someone else than vince mcmahon <laughs> yeah no vince is the right answer uh he he brings everyone literally everyone into the company into being together yeah plus his character you don't necessarily trust if yeah oh a thousand percent yeah so 
Vince Vince was the only answer for me. I thought about Stephanie because she's kind of taken over yeah. his role. Yeah. Uh, but being that Nick has a penis, I went with Vince. <laughs> but hey, I wouldn't I wouldn't I would have been okay with that one. With Stephanie? Yeah, yeah, because because again, it's like me and The Rock being Captain America. I don't mind, you know, the subtle switch. Like like Nick Fury is he's been predominantly white throughout the comics. But now when I think of Nick Fury, I think of Sam Jackson. I think Nick Fury's black. You know, I mean, if we're if we're talking modern day wrestling, which this is just for the for the wrestling people listening to this pod, uh, the real answer right now is Triple H. Is yes, Nick Fury. he's he's big time company man now. He is. He's the guy that recruits kids when they're 16, 17, tries to get them to their uh, farm system in Florida. He's treating it very much like sports. Yeah. And he's the guy that brings them in, gets them trained. And he, he actually has him and Sean Michaels run that facility down in florida which trains all these guys that come up through their system which i mean could you ask for two better people no 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 um but yeah so like the real life answer if if triple h didn't fit into thor so perfectly and i think that's the most perfect fit on this list Mm -hmm. um he would definitely fit with nick fury yeah i i i i agree with that yeah um all right, that's it for that. Uh, let's move on to JC Called It. There yes, is did. more Walking Dead comics coming. <laughs> Boom. Shocker. Fucking Called It. So this leads in from this one to the next one. Um, I went to a comic book store for the first time in a very long time. Like probably, Sounded wild, dude. Probably a year. Uh, was the last time I went to our local comic book shop. Shout out, I like comics, um, down in Vancouver. Mine was, mine was like right before I went off to Europe. I stopped in and I grabbed. Uh, I just like going. So I'm the guy that likes. I I ignore all the new comics and I go straight to back issues. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I just that's like literally, literally where I went back to troll through back issues and yeah. just like get my nostalgia fix. Grab a couple comics that are like seventy five cents. Yep. And yeah, I'm just I'm that guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, shout out, I like comics. I love that place, yeah. man. Yeah, no. So I went in there to buy the new um, ish- issue of Negan Lives, the very first one. Um, going, it's about you know because we talked about it last episode with Mickey. Um, I think uh, issue one ninety two. Uh, takes place like technically in the present time whatever there hasn't been a a significant time jump in a while and then issue 193 which is the final issue of the walking dead there's like a 20 year time jump and so this negan lives is takes place in that 20 year time jump because you only see one frame of negan in the final issue and it's from a distance only people that you know if i just show you or mickey that page you wouldn't know that's Negan who it is because it's, yeah. it's from a distance it's from behind but due to the background of where he's at you know that's negan um so it takes place in that time jump or in that um 20 year yeah time frame and so it's really cool um like full spoilers uh for anybody that hasn't read it i mean it's been out for two weeks now damn near um he is out on his own living in this house and 
he had buried Lucille, which is his bat wrapped in barbed wire named after his dead wife. Um, he had broken it over um, Beta's back at the end of the uh, Whisperer War and freaks out, you know, and so he buries it. And he, he basically treats it like a person. Like, he treats it as his wife. He comes yeah. every day to the gravesite, Like, he's marked it with a fucking a, a wooden cross, brings flowers, talks to her. Um, and he's doing this, you know, every day he's doing this. And then one of the times he does this, this chick comes running up out of nowhere. And she's a younger, um, woman, uh, you know, of, you know, age. So it's, you know, nothing creepy or anything. Uh, and kind of like hits on Negan a little bit and starts like flirting with him a bit. And he's not, you know, used to that cause he's been out on his own. He hasn't been with a woman in, in forever. I mean, he's fucking crying over a baseball bat named after his wife who's been dead for at least 15 and years. And buried it like a person. Yeah. Let's talk some mental issues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it ends up being a trap. And two dudes jump in and, you know, try to take his shit and try to kill him. But, you know, uh, he was Negan was nice to this chick. And so she's like, oh, come on, guys. We don't have to kill him, blah, 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 blah. And, and Negan gets... Um, gets the jump on him and ends up, you know, killing, killing the two dudes and, um, and saving the girl and or sparing the girl. And she's like, it's, it's a, it's a, I wouldn't say it's a longer issue, but it's probably as long, if not maybe one or two pages longer than a normal walking dead issue. Um, and at the very last page, there's, uh, a picture it's a full splash page of Negan you know he's covered in blood and he's grinning from ear to ear and he's like hey you know don't you want to see what happens next to he's saying that to the to the girl and so it's like oh okay so that leaves on a cliffhanger he's going to go out out in the world and try to find um his dead wife and put her down um I doubt she's still alive at this point or still a zombie at this point. I'm sure she's someone has put it, put her down, but yeah, leaving it on a, a, a cliffhanger like that. Um, there's just, there has to be another one. And yeah, I mean, like you said, yeah, the chances of her still being whatever, not yeah. definitely not sentient, but yeah. a zombie. Yeah. Um, but I mean, as far as a comic writer goes, you have to at least give the trail to him finding that out. Yeah. Or even like you could lead the reader on to maybe she is still shuffling around, you know what I mean? Um, and then break their heart when you find her and she's either rotted or whatever. Yeah. So there's, there's just so many writing opportunities mm-hmm. to go down this road that there's no way they leave it that way. Yeah. No. And so I like this Avenue for Robert Kirkman, the writer of the walking dead where this doesn't have to be an every month comic. Like you could literally, right. put, you could literally put out like one, one a quarter and I'd be happy, you know, put, put three out a year. I don't care, you know, yeah. and just, just do that. And then continue the story. You have 20 years of, of, of a time frame to to tell this Negan story and it doesn't have to be 20 years because we see in 20 years he's back to this house and so it it could just be he goes off for like a year or two and then boom there you go but but you could you could you know 
stretch that out over one or two years of actual time and yeah. and do like he did like we talked about like all the proceeds like every dime of this book went to comic book stores mm-hmm. uh and just do this you know do you know maybe by the time the next one comes out you know we have a cure for hashtag covid19 and comic book stores are you know up and running and and doing great again and boom moving on to a different cause like hey this yeah. time i, I want to put it towards you know cancer or something and just like pick a different one or you know sadly if covid's still going on in you know three or four months um boom again back to comic book stores back to yep. you know to to, to covid relief, COVID to, relief. To, to something yeah. else um i like this avenue for him to just hammer out you know a quick issue because i mean he's a storyteller he's got stories yep. in his head i'm sure this story didn't take long to write and come up with i'm sure it took a decent time to draw because it's a full-fledged comic. I'm sure it takes a minute. But, yeah, it's, I'm sure he's got thousands upon thousands of stories in his brain. like About you know, what Negan was up to. Yeah, yeah about, absolutely. about and then, even once you're done with Negan, like, you could literally, there's a 20-year time jump. You can yeah. do... You can weave everybody, everybody like, in. whatever. Yeah, yeah, you could do Carl Lives. You can do Michonne Lives. You could you could literally yeah. just do, like, a Lives um, series. series and just bounce it off every handful of issues you switch it up to someone else and you tell a different story for a handful more issues and then you switch it up to something else like also well, w- like what what you're saying you do a live series so you get the the little piece of what happens to all these people mm-hmm. after this but yeah. then you jump to another so it'd be a different verb right mm-hmm. so it'd be negan something and then michonne something yeah so like it, it's it'd be this continuation of like and you do them in pieces, like you said, like a wave, mm-hmm. right? So, like, you get the lives wave, and then you get the next wave, and then you get the next wave. Yeah, I'd be down until with that. You, until you go a direction that you want to go, Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. On to Trailer Park. We got two mm-hmm. trailers. Um, this or, man, eh, one trailer and a teaser. Teaser. I was like, yeah. okay, yeah. trailer. Yeah, yeah, oh. Not a trailer. A very, very, very <laughs> brief teaser. Just, just the tip. Of the movie. Just... <laughs> uh, so the first one, full-fledged trailer for the movie, The Tax Collector. Oh, this movie, I'm in for. Like As much yeah. as I am in for like World War II movies, I am in for uh, sub- SoCal gangster movies. I'm such a sucker for gang movies, yeah, bro. I am. I'm, I'm such a I, sucker. I, I, I love them all. And this one, Tax Collector, Shia LaBeouf. Um, same director as Training Day. Yep, I read yep. the trailer right. Yep. Which David Ayers. Uh, I mean, I'm in. Yep, David Ayers. Like... Uh, Suicide Squad. David Ayers. Like he's done. He's done a handful of good, um, like cop gang style movies. Uh, so I'm in. Um, there was uh, some bit of backlash for this movie. Um, uh, yeah, for for people who didn't either one watch the trailer or read about it because. JC's about to get into that oh. it uh people are yelling at Shia for doing quote unquote brown face because mm-hmm. he's starring amongst a bunch of Hispanic actors. And well, so before like because I saw this trailer like the moment it dropped, I just happened to be perusing YouTube at work and it popped up and I'm like, and like the thumbnail is Shia kind of a close up and like to be fair. Like I'm he's not tan. like I'm not up in arms like hey he's doing brown face he looks Mexican yeah and so like I was like ooh what's this and so I click on that and I'm watching it 
And I'm like, is he playing a, a Mexican gangster? Like, it doesn't clearly say one way it doesn't. of it the doesn't. other. You have to do more reading. Yeah. And so I'm like, huh, interesting. Like, that's another way to get me into a movie. I'm a sucker for well-known actors doing, like, polar opposite roles. Yeah. As in this movie where, let's just say worst case scenario, he's playing a Mexican gangster. Like, I'm in for that as much, you know, yes, it's shitty. You, you There's a million, you know, Hispanic actors out there you could have chosen. But, like, I'm in for that. Just as well, or just as I was a thousand percent in for Topher Grace playing David Duke, the fucking head of the clan in Black Klansman. Like, yeah. when I think of Topher Grace, I don't think of a fucking racist. And, like, or, or and Adam like, Sandler in Uncut Jets. Yes. Or, in like, well, like, Topher being like the king of the racist right, right, <laughs> as right. David fucking Duke. And right. then fucking Jonah Hill in uh Django Unchained as just like mm-hmm. the random KKK member. So good. <laughs> like like I'm like I am in for for like that like that if you have like even if it's like a subpar movie which Django Unchained and Black Klansman are not. They are phenomenal movies. Oh no no no. Um but if you want to get me to watch your possibly subpar movie, you do something like this. Like you make Shia LaBeouf a Mexican gangster. I'm in. I want to see him do that. But and but then, he's not though. He's he's a Jewish guy, I guess, that grows up in a Hispanic mm-hmm. neighborhood. Yeah, which is which is fine. And then yeah. the even crazier part, because I did some research on there, the motherfucker got a whole chest tattoo. Yeah. For this for movie. The movie. <laughs> yeah. Not a henna tattoo, bro. For life. He's yeah. gonna have Creeper where Tupac had Thug Life on his belly. Because <laughs> that's his character's name. Creeper. <laughs> I'm such a Shia guy, man. Like, modern Shia is the fucking best. He does not give a fuck. No, he doesn't. And and I loved him in, in Fury, uh, yes, the World War II movie. Yes. He was he was fantastic in that movie. And so, yeah, it looks like him and his partner uh, are basically taxing uh, L.A. gangsters. L.A. Yep. LA um, they're like extortionists. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, they're like, hey, pay your taxes, bro. Like, you're out there selling drugs doing whatever you know yeah give me a cut of that or we're gonna have issues and so like i am in like if you just tell me like hey jc i'm you know i'm david ayers i'm making this movie about a couple of um tax collectors down in uh in uh you know los angeles los angeles yeah uh and they're gonna be taxing um you know the crips and the bloods and and all the other uh crime syndicates kings yeah all all them down there like in sign me up win when? When and where? When and where, David Ayers? Yep. Can I watch this at home? So are the only problem I theater? had with the trailer is like they are totally selling this trailer as like gun porn, and it kind of like irritated me yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Because I know, because I know that it's going to be more than that, but it was total gun porn. Oh, especially case. towards that end where they have like it looks like that's going to be in the third act where there's going to be yeah. a massive shootout. Mm-hmm. Like, like ooh. That's not guys jumping out of vans. Yeah, like that's not your like, normal, okay. normal uh, LA shootout. <laughs> this is oh. this is your Hollywood LA shootout. <laughs> Absolutely, but it's like okay, if sure you're gonna use the trailer to get butts and seats or however yeah. you want to change the expression. These butts days. and couches. <laughs> yeah, butts and uh, butts and clicks, lazy boys. Like clicks on lazy boys. Cards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clicks on lazy um, boys. <laughs> 
whatever, man. If that's how you have to sell it, mm-hmm. as long as you give me a, a good drama movie with some good action, which I guarantee is happening. Yeah, um, oh yeah, I, thousand I'm percent. In. And and they showed him briefly. There's two, I don't know, cameos. I think one might be a cameo, and one might be like a smaller role. Um. God damn it, uh, Mario. Not not Mario Lopez. God damn it. George Lopez. George Lopez is in it. And so I think he's going to be a cameo. And then the smaller role is, I don't know his name, but he's the generic uh, Mexican gangster in like every movie. He's in Training Day. Um, he's in The Walking Dead. I forget his name. Let me pull it up. I don't know. I'm trying to look it up. Let me pull it up. Let's see. Um, I'm just going to look Training Day because I'm sure he has a higher... Right. Higher credit in that. Dun, 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 dun. Where are you at? Here we go. Uh, Noel. Oh, fuck. G U G L I E M I. Hold on, hold on. Noel. G U G L I E M I. Goligny? Gu, yeah, Noel Gulimi, Gulemi, maybe. But Gulemi, like, that sounds right. There we go. But yeah, just yeah, like, I know just, who you're just look about. at it like he's yes, in. This ev- guy is. He's literally. I insert think insert Mexican gangster. Yes, and that's him. Yes, like he's yeah. made a killing. Uh, I'm sure he's worth millions. Known as upon... Noel G, so you don't even need to Boom. say his last. Name. There we go. Um, I believe uh, he's... he's in the Fast and the Furious. Yep. Yes, he is. As just like I'm guessing generic latin guy yep yep he was he was one of the first um the first uh street races the first movie right yeah the first movie but like one of the first street races of that movie where it's um where it's the fucking japanese girl in the pink car there's like the like miami um cuban guy in the orange car there's the there's a black guy and then this guy's racing too i think um uh, Bruce Almighty, I remember him in that. He's in Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. Oh, he's in prison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or he was a prisoner. Yep. Oh. Yep. Interesting. Walking Dead? Yep. Like I said, he was he was in the Vato gang. Yep. Um Street Kings, that's a good movie. That's where I, that's where I was trying to find. I was like, I could have yeah, sworn Street Kings is a good movie. I did a I did a paper in college about Street Kings. Did you actually? Yes. I compared awesome. it to. I had to compare it to the the Clint Eastwood movie Unforgivable. What? Yeah, and I got a B. Oh, he's a in Who's Most Wanted. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yep. Old school. Like this dude's IMDb is yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. He's made a killing for years. Just X-Files, just just being. Buffy. Yeah. Just being just a Mexican bad guy for the most part. Dang, bro. Yeah. SWAT, like oh, oh I forgot he is in SWAT. That's a good movie too. What a damn Noel G. You figured out life, brother. Mm-hmm. Like holy yeah. shit! Yeah, I wish I could just be just like token white guy in every fucking movie <laughs> and just like I'm sure he's not making bank per movie, but he's making bank per year because I guarantee you, oh, yeah. I guarantee like you, hella big movies. yeah, I guarantee you, they only need him for two weeks max per movie. <laughs> you could just hammer him out left and right. That's wild, bro. Like, yeah. damn. Yeah. What a guy. Yeah. Shout out to you, Noel <laughs> G, man. Shout out to you. Damn. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to 
um, the teaser that fucking had me jizzing everywhere. Oh, God. Just uh, like a fucking fire hose, dude. And, all you did and was then, you sold me on Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, and then and then crying at the end when they officially announced that it got pushed back a full goddamn fucking oh, no. year. It was supposed to come out this October, which, I mean, you probably still fucking can, motherfuckers. Like, you don't have to push it back a full year. Like fucking Fast and the Furious did this, whatever one they're on, ten million. Like they full, they pushed it back. Fast and Furious a, thirty. Yeah, they pushed it back a full year. It's like, hmm, do you really need to do that? A full fucking year, but whatever. So it's Halloween Kills, the sequel to Halloween, which was the sequel to Halloween. So <laughs> doesn't make a whole lot of sense because there's been a million other Halloween movies. Um. But this is uh, Blumhouse made the first one, so we've said this once. If we, you know, we've said it a million fucking times. Blumhouse, like you, done, sold. Don't care what it is. Yeah, it could be totally. Blumhouse fucking gay porn. Don't care. I'm gonna watch it because I bet it's gonna be like top notch gay porn. Um, You're gonna catch me up on where we're at as far as the series. Yeah. Or... So I take it you haven't seen. The one that came out two years ago, I believe it was. Come on, man. Come on, man. Okay. You know who you're talking okay. to. Okay. I don't okay. watch horror movies. Okay, okay. So, Halloween is a is a very strange franchise. So, many, many years ago, we got the original Halloween. Fantastic. Classic. Absolute fucking classic. Then they came out with Halloween 2, which is a direct sequel to the first one. And then, the franchise takes... The weirdest turn in history of Hollywood. Halloween 3 has nothing to do with Michael Myers, Halloween 2, or Halloween 3 I'm talking about, has nothing to do with Michael Myers, Halloween 2, Halloween, nothing. The only image of of Michael Myers in Halloween 3 is some dude watching a movie and it's Halloween. Oh my god. It's about it's called Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. It's about a fucking evil like toy. I can't, it's been so I've only seen it a handful of times cuz it's garbage. Because who cares? Yeah, yeah. It's it's either a toy or costume company that makes masks during Halloween and the kids wear it and they suck to their face and they turn them into like robots. Like they they can control their minds and all that stuff. It's fucking weird. It's a terrible movie. Then you go on to Halloween 4, which has nothing to do with Halloween 3, but is a semi-continuation of 2, but no Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis is now officially done with the franchise until later. And it's talking about Jamie's niece, I believe it is. It's been a while since I've seen it. I really like 4. 4 and 5 are up there of one of my favorite Halloween movies ever. Um, and it's just, you know, your typical slasher movie, just Michael Myers cutting through fucking teens left and right, trying to get to this young girl, like this, um, I think she's like six to eight ish range. And that's like his only blood relative is this small child. Um, and then five is like the immediate, it's like the aftermath of four and then, which is, it, it's a good movie. It's a solid movie. Um, and then you get into Halloween six. Uh, that's the curse of Michael Myers. 
and Paul Rudd stars in this movie. Um, Ooh, Paul Rudd. Yes, yes, classic Paul Rudd looking like Paul Rudd right now if you were to walk into this room, even though it took place. Because he's a time traveler. Yeah, in the fucking, like, 80s or 90s. Much Uh, like Rob Lowe. (laughs) Very much like Rob Lowe. Um, And this one, this is where they start messing with things, and it gets a little weird, and Michael's a part of this, like, weird cult um, that he has, like, this weird tattoo on his arm and these like cult people have it too it's 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 weird and then you go to believe they do they go to halloween h2o which is halloween 20 years later so jamie lee curtis comes back for this one um she's a teacher at a private high school in california and like the original movie and the second movie takes place in handed Haddonfield, which is in Illinois, I believe. So she's older. She's like in her late 40s, early 50s, I believe. She has a son, um, Josh Hartnick, I believe. Uh, he's in the high school. And uh, LL Cool J's in it. He's the like security guard for the high school. Um, pretty good role from, for him. Uh and let's see, Michael just shows up randomly, hunts her down. Um, like I said, he, she hasn't seen Michael in over 20 years and just starts, you know, dicing up this extremely rich, um, private uh, California high school. And then you go to... Something I can get behind. Yeah. Uh, there's a cool little... The way it ends, um, she, like beats quote quote unquote beats michael myers but he's still alive so they take him in the ambulance out but she like hijacks the the ambulance and was like nope like i'm fucking finishing this and he's in a body bag in the back zipped up and so she's fucking driving off and he starts getting out and she crashes the ambulance and it rolls down a hill and he goes they all go flying out and he gets smushed up against a tree like a fallen tree and the like front of the ambulance and so she comes walking out she's got this giant fucking like fireman's axe and he's like reaching out to her and all this stuff and like you think like oh like then she like starts like reaching out to him too and then you're like wait what what like now you're gonna start having feelings for this guy i mean technically it's his um brother she's his sister and then she's like nope like like snaps back into it she's like nope and then fucking chops his head off and his head rolls down the hill with the mask on you're like oh how is he gonna (laughs) how is he gonna survive this one guys (laughs) and so then we go to fucking halloween resurrection with fucking busta motherfucking rhymes and he comes back and that movie takes place with jamie lee curtis in a psych ward because you find out that michael pre jamie lee curtis taking over the ambulance kills a medic or like he like smushes his um voice box so he can't talk puts his mask on him and stuffs him in the body bag so she killed a fucking medic and so when he was like reaching out it was just this dude that like can't speak is smushed up against a fucking tree in an ambulance and gets his head cut off. 
And so she goes crazy and they have to put her in a fucking mental hospital and he tracks her down there and fucking kills her like five minutes into the movie. Okay. Kills Jamie Lee Curtis. And you're like, uh, this is like fucking an alien killing Sigourney Reaver five minutes into a fucking movie. You're like, right. What's the fucking rest of the movie going to be about? And let's just say it turns into a reality TV show. It's a God awful fucking movie. (laughs) And so that was the final movie of like the series. And then Rob Zombie came along and rebooted it and did one one and two. And I thoroughly enjoyed them. Um, Rob Zombie knows uh, how to make a fucking horror movie. So a lot of people had issues with the second one. Me, not so much. Like he took a very different turn or a very different, um, spin on the franchise and i was okay with it it wasn't the end of the world i'd much rather watch rob zombies halloween 2 than halloween mm-hmm. 3 uh the curse of michael myers and uh resurrection um and so it was good and then it kind of just laid flat like he never finished it technically with like a, a third one uh and then it just kind of stopped and then uh blumhouse picked it up in 17 uh or picked up before that but released it a direct sequel to the first one so they're just completely erasing two uh three four five six seven uh, going all the way yeah, back. all the way yeah. out like hey we're like this one is a direct tie-in to the original one but it takes place 40 some odd years later and they do some sure. they do some retconning and jamie lee curtis is not um michael yeah yeah michael myers's sister um it it just basically they play it off as hey just bad she just had bad luck that night like he (laughs) just like she was just wrong place wrong time um it was it was a fantastic movie and it just kind of shows they took it in a very like real spin like if you put yourself in jamie lee curtis's shoes you're just a high school girl babysitting this young boy on halloween and all of a sudden this fucking psychopath comes in and starts killing all your friends and tries to kill you right like like the emotional the trauma that that's going to mm-hmm. take on a young girl and she becomes like a sarah connor type character like lives out in the middle of nowhere her, there's booby traps all around her house yeah um, the paranoia that yeah, would naturally yeah, yeah yeah she's a fucking skilled marksman now because she's got a fucking gun range and is just practicing fucking shooting dummies and shit and obviously if you are that person like she alienates her family she has a daughter in this variant where you know in the other ones there she had a son this one she has an older daughter um and she has a, a younger daughter in high school and so it's kind of dealing with like, hey, where's the, you know, the, the granddaughter's like, hey, I, we, I never get to see grandma, you know, and, and the mom's kind of embarrassed because she's, she thinks she's not all there, but clearly she is. She's just has like the worst full blown uh, trauma, yeah, PTSD, yeah, yeah, like full on PTSD. And so it's kind of, you know, her story of kind of trying to rebuild her relationship with her daughter and uh, her granddaughter and all that while Michael comes back and starts killing people and the movie leaves off with like killing people around them so like he's yeah, in the news or something yeah okay yeah, yeah yeah and starts killing you know friends of her granddaughter and kills her son-in-law would be would be her daughter's husband yep um uh-huh. 
yeah, just starts going crazy. So they, he ends up getting um, to the house and the house is rigged with booby traps and they get him down in the basement and um, trap him in the, there with like steel fucking spikes that shoot, a cl- shoot across because it's like a her kitchen island. You could push it and there's like stairs underneath it to the basement. Uh, <laughs> so it's like full-blown bunker, dude. And yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking there's no way out, like no windows, nothing. You're underground bunker. Uh, fucking spike shooting out so he can't wiggle through because they're fucking like smaller than like a fucking jail cell like you can't get out of that and she had turned on the fucking gas to it before getting out and fucking throws a match down there and fucking sets the whole thing on fire the house blows up and so that's how you end uh halloween that makes sense yeah and now that's what makes sense for the teaser now getting long way to finally get into the teaser it, it, it shows this will be like the direct aftermath. So like literally yeah, like literally directly. yeah, literally like the original Halloween 2 was a like literally the aftermath of the first Halloween. This one will be the direct aftermath of the most recent one we got. And it's them in some sort of truck leaving the scene and all of a sudden all you hear is fire truck s- sirens. And then you see them coming and then that's why Jamie Lee Curtis and then her daughters next to her and then her granddaughters, I think on the right-hand side of the screen, they're like, no, let him burn. All they're losing like, their shit. Yep, yeah, because yeah, you're like, oh, that's how he's going to get out, is the goddamn fucking firefighters they're are going to go put, put him. Yeah, and, it's like, and, and, and you're like, fuck, that's why she built that house in bumfuck nowhere. Like, so yeah. she knew this. Like, hey, if I have to trap him in there and set him on fire, I'm not in a suburban neighborhood. The firefighters shouldn't come soon. Like let him burn. And then you can set it out. So you don't start like a fucking wildfire. Um, But yeah, that's why they're freaking out. And then the final image we get is him in the mask. So he gets out. So obviously the firefighters are going to put out the fire and probably somehow save him. If there's another, I'm curious then if there's another time jump. Um, Cause like, obviously you would think that Michael would need to like, yeah, bite, bite his strength back up. Well, the, that's the that's the kind of um, the things you can do in a horror movie, just like the things you can do in a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe he doesn't need that much long, that many, you know, right. that long of time. But yeah, I would I would imagine at least minimum a week or two goes by between that scene and you know the scene we see of him in the in the night, um, putting the mask back on. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it, it's a, if you haven't watched it and you even kind of remotely like horror movies watch it it's so it's it's yeah. just a solid movie like i said dude blumhouse doesn't make bad movies whether you know you like horror movies or don't like horror movies like it's a good movie like i saw this movie in theaters took my wife and one of her friends and one of her friends uh boyfriends and they're all like i was literally the only one that wanted to see this even the other dude like he's like no nah, i don't want to see this i'm like Phew. Dude, please. It's fucking Blumhouse, bro. They, they, no, no, no. This is not... You are going to like this. You might not like some of the jump scares, you know, some of the gore, but hey, as just a film, you, you have to you have to like it. There's 0% chance it's bad. And they came out like, they're like yeah, like, it was it was good. You're right, JC. Like, man, it's fucking Blumhouse, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. So yeah, super pumped for that. Comes out October 2021 literally the only that was the scariest part of this fucking trailer or this teaser is the fucking date getting pushed back a a full year so all right Devin, 
do you have your five good seconds of wrestling? I absolutely do. Perfect. Are you ready? I'm ready. Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio are having an eye for an eye match. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, for those that are obviously confused, because I was confused. <laughs> did, um, did, did I alert you to this? Yeah, I haven't been watching Raw. Like, Raw's been really bad for a long time. So I only, like, remotely listen to it. So, like, all the outlets that I listen to or, like, watch on YouTube haven't really, like, dove deep into this feud. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the, the eye for an eye match is literally what you think it is. It's the winner, quote, the winner must pull one of the opponent's eyes out to win the match. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay. Um, and But then I was digging a little deeper, and I guess there's, um, because we're still in hashtag COVID-19, yep. um, a lot of the shows are, like have the ability to pre-tape, right? So like Ooh. you can kind of make it um, more like a show or a movie. Special effects, And there's baby. been reports that, yeah, they're going to pre-tape the match and then CGI in the eye pulling or eye gouging, yeah. or whatever you want to call it. So, Just fucking yeah. fish hook uh, his ass. Uh, oh, that I mean, there was ass. a still there was a still image of um, Seth Rollins jamming Rey Mysterio's eye area mm-hmm. into like the corner of the ring or uh, steel steps. Ooh, get so, stuck on a on the on the steel step. <laughs> yeah, so like I mean, they can do a whole lot with this if they're going to go the CGI route. So, yeah. I mean, I think it'll be really, really cool yeah. if they do it right. Otherwise, it's going to be really, really campy. Yes. And that's the other option. Yes, it is. Yeah, no, I was listening to one of my podcasts, and they brought that up. I was like, whoa, what? And I literally had to <laughs> rewind the podcast. I'm like, did I hear that right? And they're like, yes, I did. I for an eye. <laughs> Someone's losing I mean, it's an a eye. cool idea. It hasn't been um, done and, before. And one you have to pull off now. Like, you can, mm-hmm. if you're wrestling, yeah, absolutely. You have to do shit like this where it's yep. like, I got to pull this off, and yep. it's the only time I can do it because I can alter the footage and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's going to be interesting. I may have to watch that episode. Uh, all right, on to what's on the DVR um, or Q. Uh, Devin, um, I'm going to continue my Dragon Ball Z talk on this. Uh, what what do What do you have, though? Let's start with you, as with tradition. I need a time break. We apologize for this. The show will resume shortly. All right. What do you, what have you been watching? Okay. So I haven't been watching Dragon Ball. But I have been, I don't know, I've been re-watching stuff, not really that interesting, but I did re-watch Star Wars Rise of Skywalker today. Okay. This morning. And uh, both me and you were pretty harsh on Rise of Skywalker. Correct. Um, upon second viewing, still not great. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it definitely, like... The pacing's kind of wrong. Like the, the, I don't know. Like I feel like 
they wanted to to stretch all these ideas out for another maybe even trilogy, which would have made me vomit. Oh yeah, yeah, I would. Um, I but a lot a lot of the stuff that they they went through in this movie, I was like, oh, they definitely have plans for this further down the line, and everyone clamoring for it to be just over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to. <them. laughs> um, that being said, it wasn't as I wasn't as outraged, I guess this time around but it still wasn't um great yeah. but it was it, I, I definitely have less irritation i guess for yeah. this second viewing like i i'm more at peace with yeah i i, I i'd agree i watched it twice in theaters just because like big movies like that i i tend more often than not uh see it twice um and going in like i had my 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 i just it, i had my standards set so fucking low like i'm like dude this, yeah. there's just no way and you know i wasn't as pissed the first go around just because literally i was like as long as it's literally not two and a half hours of a flaming bag of shit on the screen <laughs> like i'm gonna think it's okay and so it wasn't but was it great no by no means was it great and so, yeah, the second time watching it, you know, a week or so later, I was like, eh, yeah, it's not as bad, I guess, but it's still nowhere near great. Like, you know, it's just, yeah. I think, I think what gets me with, right, these, the, this trilogy and the one before the prequels, I think what gets me is the, I'm going to sound like old guy on the lawn though, but like the, the blatant, like, catering to children i guess like catering jokes to children or catering like characters to small children and like i understand that especially now with disney like that's your demographic right typically um but good lord could you not hit me over the head with it like <laughs> yeah I, i'm 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 getting to that point now with like with like, even marvel has a yes, little bit of that too yes with 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 the jo- the genre i typically go see in the theater it's going to be your comic booky action mm-hmm. sci-fi type movies and in the handful of years yes if, if it's one or the other you're either going to pander to the kids to sell toys yep. or you're going to pander to china to make more money because there's a lot more of them over there and they love this type of shit. They love comic book movies like we do. And so like, just like, like in like for that instance, it's transformers. Like, Holy fuck. Those last handful of transformer movies. Like, like we get it, Michael Bay, you're making this for China. You're not making this for America. Cause you Mm -hmm. literally, you could sell one ticket to America and 10 billion so cash to, in. To, yep. to, to china and you're gonna make all your money back and so like that i get kind of irritated like i am all for these studios like pandering to china whatever make your fucking money i am not against you making your fucking money but there's a fine line like you don't have to go all out balls to the wall to, to i think to yeah, kids I just, to china like said, to, to any to any like yeah. Any particular demographic. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just 
especially on the second viewing, I was like, yeah, it's just little little things every like every other scene or so. It's like this this little shit that is like so clearly a little kid joke or yeah. like a like it's bordering on like a fart joke. Yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah. Fart joke. A reason in a, Star a, Wars. Yeah. A reason to sell a toy, basically. Which Yeah, it's like Which okay. that's a hundred percent what um in uh The Last Jedi, those porgs, is that what they were called? Those, yep. little, those little furry chicken type things. Yep. Toys. That was a thousand percent to make plush toys. <laughs> not the not the blue breast milk. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's for Star Wars Land. <laughs> for thirty dollars, you can go get fucking some blue, blue titty milk. milk. Um, but yeah, that and then in the uh, Rise of Skywalker, that little fucking dude that um, Dro- well, and the little droid too. Little yes, cone droid. yeah, the new little cone droid, and then the dude that wipes C three PO's memory. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forget yeah. Who his can name. like barely speak? Yeah, but like, basic, yeah. but he's so cute though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's yeah. just for toys, just so like BB-8. bb 8s just for fucking toys, bro. Everybody likes BB-8. <laughs> yes, but it's like, whenever you go back and watch the old ones, and there's none of that. No, none of that like little child pandering. Other than maybe, maybe, fucking Return of the Jedi, when you're on fucking Endor. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's that's yep. as close to child pandering as but, they got. But literally, like Star Wars started that like tradition. Like there were no toys about like yeah, movies before Star Wars. Like, yeah, super, <laughs> like, super like right and, and that's literally why George Lucas is a fucking genius. Because he like when he made Star Wars, he's like, all right, cool, yeah, have 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 the rights to Star Wars Fox or whatever, whatever the the original movie studio was. But I get all the merch rights. I get all that. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Have fun with that, George. And fucking $10 trillion later, they're like, ooh, probably shouldn't have done that. (laughs) Because every kid wants a fucking Luke Skywalker toy and a Darth Vader toy and a fucking TIE Fighter and an X-Wing and a fucking AT-AT and all that shit. Death Star. Yeah, to this day. Like, they're just fucking... To this day, they still buy that shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Disney can like run all of its theme parks for life just based off of star wars fucking merch dollars yeah. that's it without making a dime from anything else but i just uh, i just don't i just don't appreciate as the series has gone on just the literally it's become toy pandering yeah like that's all it really yeah. has become and and as as much as i would like to connect with uh kylo or or ray i'm just like i can't get past it i can't it's really hard for my brain to separate the two yeah um and and even the story itself isn't very strong it's (laughs) it's not like again it's a rehash Mm -hmm. and like you you just skinned it a little bit differently okay great but i just i just can't i can't yeah yeah all right, well, we can get on to... I gave it a shot. Yeah, yeah. I gave, you know, it, I gave it the college try. Yeah, that's, that's, all, that's all I ask from you. It's like, just... And I, and, and I don't love Star Wars any less. I'm just... I'm, yeah. It really was, like, the closing chapter. I'm ready to just move on now. Yeah. It's time to move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm... And I'm, that's why I'm so high, excited for the High Republic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done with... Like you, like, you can go back to the Skywalker saga. If you want to make, like, an episode 10... By all means, go make an episode ten, but give me like ten to fifteen more years. Like a shitload like, of time. Give please. me give me some time, and in that time, 
give me one-off stories about back in the day or just completely other things don't give me anything skywalker adjacent for like like high republic yes old republic yes i want that stuff Um, but literally don't give me like just some random story based in like the same time frame and and have like poe and ray do like small cameos like no 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 don't don't give me that shit at all and unless you do it to the standard of Rogue One, which you're gonna not do yeah. it, but if you're gonna do it, that has to be the standard mm-hmm. for me to buy in. Yes, yeah, I'm All with right. you there. All right, off to Dragon Ball Z. Um, where are we at now? Where are we at? Androids. Uh, Ooh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, I kind of been falling off on it. Um, this week I've been busy doing other things. I haven't been able to to watch it as much as I have been previously. Uh, so the androids just got out. They, they, they've already killed 19 and 20, the first two, and then 17 and 18 are out. They just released 16, the big tall one. Um, and, and yeah, I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. Cause now we're in full swing of, uh, JC's childhood. Like yeah, I, I, say, I remember I remember all this now. And so was super pumped to see Trunks come back or come, you know, back from the future. Uh was super pumped to see that. Now, you know, Vegeta's a Super Saiyan now. Trunks future Trunks is obviously a Super Saiyan. Um was super pumped. Totally forgot Frieza comes back for literally one episode. <laughs> and Trunks fucking slices and dices him like the fucking salt bay. Like, and he's just gone. <laughs> and uh, totally forgot about that. But yeah, the androids, like I, like I, I, I like the Android arc of, of, uh, of this. And then it's boo, right? Is boo next? Uh, boo, I think is next. Yeah, I think yes. is next. I'm then, pretty then it, sure then that's it goes, right. Then it goes sell. And then that's where I stop my my knowledge. So anything after Cell will be all new to me, um, I think, for the most part. Uh, but yeah, super pumped. You said, you said you're not at 18, though, yet, right? Or did you say something about 18? Android 18? Yeah. Yeah, no, they're... Okay, you yeah, did say they're something. They're here, yeah, yeah. They, uh, uh, 17 and 18 just killed... Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Just killed... 19 i believe 19 was dr jero um they just killed him they just beat up vegeta piccolo um and the rest of the friends uh uh goku is in bed um sick of that you know disease that trunks warned him about and it kills him in trunks's um timeline but trunks gives him the antidote and he's slowly um healing back up again but man, I'm getting like I, I'm getting tired of like Goku not doing anything. <laughs> like he literally doesn't do anything. He doesn't fight yeah. anybody. He comes in at it's the true. very last moment against Frieza. Like he's out for like almost instantly against you know the Saiyans when they originally arrived before Frieza, and like he's just never around to 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 battle. It's like. I don't know. Like I just, I just remember Goku being like, like the unstoppable force, and it's like, dude, he's never there. Like he's always getting his fucking ass kicked and dying. <laughs> and so I think, I think big bad Goku is later, right? If, yeah, if I remember, yeah, right. like because I think maybe what I'm thinking about is like, like the Cell games, 
Like, mm-hmm. that's where he's, like, at his peak and just constantly fucking shit up. Um, so I'm thinking, like, I'm just thinking about that and just, like, expanding it for, like, the rest of my Dragon Ball Z knowledge. Because it's been, yeah. you know, 20 fucking years since I've seen it. And so... Well, I mean, I mean, it's good, though. Then you get the full... Yeah, I don't, idea of yeah. who Goku is. Like, now, in your head, he might not be that, like, yeah. end-all, be-all. Yeah, 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 and he's not. And then I like every once in a while, especially now with this Android arc, they are going back and talking about the events of Dragon Ball, which I have never seen. Like, I've, right. ne- I've never seen a, a second of Dragon Ball outside of the handful of flashbacks they've given us in Dragon Ball Z. And so, like, I'm getting to see the Red Ribbon Army which he mm-hmm. takes out in Dragon Ball, which I did not know until they told me that in Z. So it'll be cool once I'm done with this 700-plus fucking episode of Dragon Ball Z to go back and see baby Goku, you know, fuck shit up um, in Dragon Ball. And piss everywhere with his baby balls. <laughs> yes, yeah. I did get some hot, hot baby trunks penis. Yeah, like, shocker. Like right Dragon Ball people all, drew some baby penis? All up in his mom's face. Like two or three episodes ago, like she fucking Bulma has him like up in his air, up in the air, like oh baby trunks, and he's like just wearing like a t-shirt and just little baby dick right in her face. Pisses all over. No, doesn't piss on oh, her. Okay, just fucking good. just little baby trunks dick, like right in his mom's face. That's I'm like, fair. god damn it, Bulma, you fucking whore. I mean, Bulma, as we all know, well, no, you haven't watched Dragon Ball. I haven't, but literally, as we all know, a whore. As, as I've told to you, yes. You... Trying to get Goku under clearly underage yes. to uh, just do whatever she wants yes. based on her vagina. Yes, but and also continues, but literally just like upgrades, you know, who she's going after to like legal adults, but yes. literally yes. W- is wanting to fuck everything, and then yes. fucking Krillin's girlfriend <laughs> literally wants to fuck everybody. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's move on. Good times in Dragon Ball. Yes, always good times in Dragon Ball. Uh, let's move on to top five this week. Top five. All right, the top five this week is our top five favorite animated TV characters. Difficult. Difficult. Um, One and two for me. Oh, one, two, and three were not difficult. But then I just had just the list is just so long. Yes, I literally have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I have 10. eight. I got twelve. No, okay. thirteen. Sorry. No. Okay. I, I tried to keep it top. <laughs> 10. I tried to, uh, but uh, there's just so many because like animated yeah. character, you could go yes. hero, villain, yes. ancillary character, yes. like everything, everywhere. Yes. All right, yeah. Devin. As with tradition, what's as your tradition. number five? Number five. Bender from Futurama. Solid. He's in my honorable mentions. Um, I mean, goddamn, Bender. If you've never watched Futurama, <laughs> stop. So go, good. stop this right now and go watch Futurama because it's hilarious. Him and Zoidberg made my oh, on, honor, honorable so mention. I fucking love Zoidberg. I think I didn't even think about like comedy relief. I guess characters that are like you know the that's all they're there for, which is what Zoidberg is there for. Yeah. Um, and Zoidberg is great and, and <laughs> the writing they have for him is <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> oh, so good uh, but Bender, Bender man yeah, is, just, uh, is just so out there and hilarious yeah, like, ben, he makes that show yeah uh, I will tease it Bender is like 
very similar to my number one. Okay. Yeah, okay. It, it's the same style of character. Sure. Um, yeah, and I, I, there's a there's a theme you'll start to see going okay. through all yeah. of mine, um, starting with Bender, I guess. Yeah. All right. So that's my, my number five. What's your number five? My number five is Mark Hamill's Joker in the animated series. Number five? Number five. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Shock, shocking. Shocking. What? Yeah. And, and that's like, like, in my opinion, I've said this on this podcast. I've said this to strangers. I've said this to literally anybody that will listen to me. Mark, Mark Hamill's Joker is the best version of the Joker doesn't matter live action cartoon comics don't fucking matter he's the best i hear joker i think of mark hamill he uh, is joker yes, to me he is the joker to me and actually i will i will say a highlight of rise of skywalker the i don't give a fuck luke skywalker portrayal yeah. that he yep. does yep. <laughs> it, it gave me very joker vibes and i'm like oh that's amazing yep i wanted more yep. but anyway sorry yeah no i fucking i, I love it but um, I think maybe why he's so low is it's I just haven't watched the Batman animated series in for so long, and the rest of my list are very like current, current weekly if not daily uh, consumptions. Sure. So so I think that's that's probably why he's uh, a lot lower than some people might might have thought. Um, yeah. But all right, Devin, what's your number four? Number four. Cartman can't go wrong with Cartman. So much like Bender, Cartman is what makes South Park go around. Mm-hmm. He is the constant um, story pusher because yep. he's so stupid <laughs> and outlandish. <laughs> yep, that the entire show basically revolves around his stupidity. Um, and I don't necessarily like Cartman as a character i mean he's hilarious but like as a person, as a person. he's terrible yeah no no, he, no there's <laughs> but, literally if you think cartman is a is a good person fuck you you, you are a horrible person <laughs> <laughs> like i love and spoiler alert cartman is on my list so with that being said yes he is a horrible person but luckily he's not real and it's just a cartoon yes. so i could take his fucking um, hatred for uh, my people and you know with a grain of salt and be like okay like it's a cartoon he's, he's gonna, a fucking i'm gonna save, I'm gonna save the next thought for when he's on your list so let's <laughs> okay. just move on to number four for you <laughs> all right my number four uh very similar to your list compared to you know the joker uh stewie griffin did not make my list but no? i understand yeah this is where you know I watch Family Guy weekly, um, not yeah. not necessarily daily. My number one, I watch daily. Uh, but I I love Stewie. He's the comic relief for the most in like a very different way to Family Guy. Like I love the lane they picked to Stewie, where yeah. he's either extremely gay or extremely straight depending on an episode His mood. And, yes yeah. <laughs> and and i love that like and i yeah. love i i wish they would just just make him gay like i love gay stewie like when he does it is funny gay things if you will it's like like I, I like i love it <laughs> i love this this baby going to like a gay club and just dancing shirtless like yeah. to disco like I, I i love when he does things like that 
Uh, yeah. All right, Devin. Uh, definitely, definitely the star of that show for me. Yeah. Uh, the obviously the character that drives the show is Peter, but um, I'd argue that Stewie is what makes that show pop. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. lose. I think you could lose Peter, and the show would still. It wouldn't be, be as okay. good. But yeah, yeah, like you lose Stewie, like nah, you're. I'm probably not gonna watch it. Yeah. Like, so. All right. Who's your number three? Number three. Beast Boy from Teen Titans. Saw that one coming. That one's good. Yeah, he's solid. Yeah. Um, so, like literally, you could again. take you could take anybody from Teen Titans and put them on your list, and I'd be like, yes, yeah, done. Yeah. Done. So, so I mean, honestly, actually, I didn't. I don't like Robin from Teen Titans. Really? Um, I I could not stand because he's supposed to be the like uh the Rock. That yeah. They all like rotate yeah. around, right? Yeah. He gets a little so silly. I, he's a little too serious yeah. for me in that show, and like. I understand why he's there because otherwise the show is what it is now, which is a just comedy shit show. <laughs> um, but yeah, Beast Boy for me uh, is the silly, mm-hmm. um, but also can be very serious during that show. Um, and and a lot of the serious moments revolve around Beast Boy because yeah. he all of a sudden the serious or the funny is gone, and now. No one has that yeah. uh, funny release to forget their problems because Beast Boy is sad yeah. Yeah. or mad yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think he, him, him and Cyborg oh, run that I, show. I, I, I love Cyborg. I, I'm a big Teen, teen, teen Titans Go. And uh, the first time my wife saw it, we were in a hotel down in Eugene after a ducks game and before we checked out i you know woke up and while we were packing and you know getting ready i turned on the tv and teen titans go was on i'm like fuck yeah let's watch some teen titans go and she's just packing and stuff going back and forth and she's like what the fuck are you watching because it's literally it was like 30 minutes of them just farting on each other yeah, well, i was gonna say they're either farting on each other or they're in drag yeah or like yeah, some and I, yeah and i'm just I'm, I'm just dying and she's like yeah. what the fuck and i'm like dude this is fucking gold right yeah. here. And like i uh i like i'm not saying i'm not shitting on teen titans go because it's fucking hilarious yeah, no, it's, for what it is yeah, it's, it's a different. comedy show. yeah yeah like i'm not going to teen titans go for like super serious dc you know comics yeah like no it's like, a no. comedy show yeah like i want to i want to shut my brain off and just watch characters i know and love fart on each other for half an hour and act stupid Yes, yeah. and fucking pick on Deathstroke, because <laughs> like, because yeah. because yeah yeah perfect. You make a fucking comedy cartoon and you have Deathstroke be their yeah. bad guy. Because why fuck why? Who, who the fuck cares? They, and, then they, and then they just bully him, <laughs> the time, which is fucking hilarious. Uh, but yeah, uh, traditional Beast Boy for me, and even Beast Boy and Go actually, because he is what makes that show. Yes, definitely, for sure. definitely, um, uh, definitely an underrated character in comics. But as far as animated shows, he is a star. Yes. And that's why I love him. Yeah. All right. My number three was your number four. Uh, four? Cartman? Cartman. Yeah. So, I mean, I, everything I've already said about it, but what would, yeah. what, what, what did you want to say about it? My other thought was, so Cartman is often portrayed as like the – terrible public opinion 
Yes. And I think that yes. for me, that makes it even <laughs> fucking funnier. Is yes. that Car- Cartman mirrors society and it's usually grotesque mm-hmm. and like really mm-hmm. fucked up. Yep. And the um Trey Parker and I forget the other guy's name. They, they do a great yeah, they they do a great job of using Cartman to make fun of society. Like yes. directly yes. make fun of it. Yeah. Them. No, they make they do a great job in general because what's crazy about that show, if not I don't doubt I doubt everybody knows this, but from start to finish, an episode for them writing, drawing, voicing takes less than a week. Like crazy, if, dude. That's if, so yeah, crazy. If like I forget when the when like a new episode drops, like let's just say a new episode drops on like a Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it's it's somewhere midweek. Mm-hmm. The Tuesday prior, they're literally just now starting that episode you are watching, right. which is, if you know anything about animation, is fucking nuts. But yeah. that's what's amazing about more recent South Park, like within the past five years, actually probably longer, probably like seven, eight years. They're hot on every like, topical thing the, that's yeah, happening. Whatever's hot in America right now. The next week, you're fucking getting it on South Park. And you can't do that with any, other, like, American Dad, Family Guy. No, you may get that topic a year later. And by that time, the way fucking the world goes, like, you're fucking 10 years too late being, being one year late to that. Like, like, but so, like, that's why I absolutely love it. And, like, having Mr. Garrison basically be Donald Trump in mm-hmm. the South Park universe is fantastic. And just whatever Donald Trump does, Mr. Garrison does a week later. Like, I absolutely so love good. that. It's just so good. And and so, like, I'm going to get into my number two because it's a perfect segue. Um, the, the original show that did that, uh, The Simpsons, my number two is Bart Simpson. Yep. Okay, so the, the OG, basically, not Cartman. He's he's not Cartman because they don't use him to drive the show in mm-hmm. that way. And, and he's not, like, a horrible, horrible person. No. He's just a Bart, punk. Bart's, Bart's a punk. just that lost kid yeah. trying to find his way. Yeah. Um, and he f- fucks with people because he can't help himself yep. along the way. Yeah. Um, the Simpsons is definitely way more of like a more rounded as far as uh, characters go. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not really, to me, they obviously use Homer to drive the show. But for me, it's way more balanced as far as all the different characters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, out, uh, outside of uh, like the Mandalorian and Mandalorian uh, adjacent shows on Disney Plus, I've been watching a shit ton of Simpsons because so I, I, I never watched the earlier episodes. Because, I mean, it's been on for like 30 fucking years. And yeah. so going back, because it's on, like, the whole catalog is on Disney+. Plus. So You can watch season one, episode. So, yeah. And so literally day one of Disney+, Plus, like, after I watched The Mandalorian, I was just flipping around, like, oh, what's on here? Like, boom, Simpsons full fucking catalog? What? Like, Hulu only had, like, like the new shit, like, yeah, that season. And so I'm like, done. Epi- 101, baby, let's go. And just watching it and then getting fucking episode two, just, just binging the first season. I'm like, wow, this is... This is fucking gold. Yeah. yeah. Like just it it's it stands the test of time. If you watch any Simpsons episode, it stands the test of time. You yeah. would almost never know when it was made unless it was something topical that oh. you could tr- like identify. Yeah. Um and I think that's a lot of the genius of the show and and Bart is always the kind of in the theme of my list, right? He's the yeah. the funny um comic relief, I guess. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, all right. My number two, Rick Sanchez. <laughs> what list? Uh, <laughs> what list uh, can be complete without Rick from Rick and Morty? My um, list. Uh, oh, your your list is invalid, sir. <laughs> he's on there you go. He's not there you go. Uh, yeah. No, I fucking I got into Rick and Morty a little late, um, like season three. They're on, they just finished four now. But god damn, I've seen every episode now. It's uh, an easy rewatch. It's so good, and it's just it's dark humor, which which I I enjoy thoroughly. Dark dark to a T. If mm-hmm. you if you look up dark humor from now on, yeah, it's Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty pops yeah, up. especially Rick. Like Rick. Gets oh yeah, above. dark. Yes. Like, and I think that's why this is how I got into it. Like I was listening to a Nerdist podcast with uh, Chris Hardwick, and he was talking about it, and they were talking about like like I had heard about Rick and Morty, but like I had never physically like seen a commercial seen an episode seen an image i had no idea what the fuck they were talking about i just knew it was a popular cartoon show that's it and he's like yeah it's really dark like they're talking about suicide and stuff and i'm like whoa from a fucking cartoon like okay let me let me pull up the old youtube and uh type in rick and morty and watched a couple clips and i was like oh this is fucking genius and then yeah went back and watched the entire uh first two seasons and uh caught up about i think about halfway on three and yeah just been watching it live ever since and will uh until they're done it's it's so good very cerebral comedy um it's super cliche to talk about but like it it really is like you have to think as well as pay it like Mm -hmm. as you're going because they're they're there are jokes that you could miss if mm-hmm. you aren't paying attention. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not just like slapstick. Yeah, it's not a like like yeah. a like a like a South Park or a Family yeah, Guy. Yeah, yeah. I could you know be on Twitter and watching. Yeah. Like I can't. I I got to put the phone down for Rick and Morty and watch all of it. Because Otherwise, every every line. Yeah. References something, or you have to pay yeah. attention because you they could call back at any moment. Mm-hmm. Um, to something yeah. random, like there was one. Yeah. Like there was a cat, like just a cat in one episode. Where Rick's like, the fuck is that cat doing? And then like ten episodes later, that cat comes back and does fucked up things. And then if you didn't like, if you were, if I was down texting on my phone or something, then all of a sudden ten episodes later, like I wouldn't, it, it, that cat wouldn't have meant wouldn't anything to me click. unless like, yeah. oh, they just happened to pick a cat to do some fucked up things. But it's like, yep. oh no, that's the cat from earlier in the season that was just sitting there chilling. <laughs> yep. So yeah. All right. Well, that's a that's a good that's a solid pick by me. All right, what's your way to pat yourself on the back? Damn right, nice pick. damn nice right. Pick. Good pick, good, good, good pick. pick, good job, good effort. All right, <laughs> Devin, what's your number one? Okay, number one was your five Joker from BTAS. No, um, no, no, no complaints there from me. It's just for me. Um, it's obviously not recency bias because I don't watch uh, animated series as no. much as. I could, I guess, because yeah. I could be that guy that just has it on, but that's too much work. Um, but the just for me, the character itself, the portrayal of the character itself was just so iconic yep. and so good just that it sticks on. in my memory. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and it it kind of set the standard, right? Like, I think other than maybe Bart Simpson, like none of my other characters set the standard for what that character is in a show. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that is why if you're setting the standard for this character forever, 
right? Or a villain forever. I think you deserve for me to be up top. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. He's fucking phenomenal. And like, and like I said at five, when it's just because I, it's probably been, it's been a while. It's yeah, probably it, been it, at, because at least three years. Yeah. At least three years. And that's why I was pissed when I, when I found out I have HBO max for free, I immediately went to the DC section and was like, is Batman beyond there? Batman animated series there. Nope. The only thing is the Batman Beyond movie. That's the only, you know, they have a bunch of other, like, Under the Red Hood and stuff like that. They have all the other, like, newer um, DC animated uh, movies. But for TV shows, nope, not on there. So hopefully one day um, they put it on there and I could just binge all of it because it's fantastic. All right. All right, top of the list. Yep, what is it? my number one is the king of reason, recency bias because Uh-oh. I watch it legitimately every day as I go to bed. Roger Smith from American Dad. Okay. The Alien. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big, so I'm not a big American Dad. Oh, love, I never have been. Love American uh, Dad. I I understand why people love it but mm-hmm. i just it never clicked for me yeah. personally it's it clicks for me because of roger in the same vein as my stewie griffin for like per episode one episode super gay wanting to fuck every dude that he runs into during that episode next episode super straight wanting to fuck every chick and fucks every chick <laughs> like like he doesn't it's not like stewie where stewie's a baby and you can't have stewie you know fucking people uh, but roger's an alien and he literally fucks everything that walks and he's he's the dark humor on american dad he's the light-hearted humor he's he's literally just there to make you laugh in like yeah, I mean, weird from ways the, from the episodes i've watched he is the show like uh-huh. absolutely like from someone who's not a fan and from the outside he absolutely is the character that like you gravitate towards yeah. so i absolutely understand your your number one pick absolutely yeah yeah and in my honorable mentions i have three yep three other american dad uh characters wow yeah and they're all ones would probably be like a notch below roger like in the in like the grand scheme pecking order, like Rogers, yeah, Rogers yeah. lower. You know, it's Stan and Francine, and then the kids, and then yeah. you get to Roger, and then you get to this person next, and then I have two other ones that are like way down there, uh, <laughs> but they're just classic. So, uh, all right, you want to roll through yours? Then? Yeah, yeah, I can roll through right. mine. So start with a uh, Klaus, the fucking the German skier that they put inside a fucking fish. And he's just your stereotypical dirty German, but he's in a fucking gold, but he's in a goldfish. (laughs) And and so it's, it's hilarious. Um, So that would be like, you know, that's who I was talking about with like, he's like a notch below Roger. And then like fucking 20 notches down, you have uh, Avery Bullock, which is Stan's boss, who is the only reason I like this character is because he's a fucking, he's a, dirt bag but he's voiced by like one of the greatest actors ever. okay who I, I want you to take a guess if you think oh, like no. 
think classy actors. How high of a, a Hollywood list are we talking uh, here? High up there, and especially our genre of who, like like movies we talk about. Oh man. Um... I don't know. I don't know. Give it to me. Patrick me. Stewart. Oh, man. Really? <laughs> yes. Yes. And he doesn't do a voice. He literally is just Patrick Stewart. <laughs> and so, like... like I love Patrick yeah. Stewart. And so, man. like, Avery Bullock is, like, the head of the CIA doing blow, like, like fucking bitches, shooting guns, like, just being, like, like a macho man. But, like, he doesn't look like a macho man. He, he's, a, he's an older guy. And, like, he kind of looks like Patrick Stewart. But he talks like Patrick Stewart also, so it's like, uh, <laughs> it's it's hilarious. And I'll so, have to give American Dad yeah, another try. It, it's good. It's it's on the Hulu, Devin, so you can uh, watch it. The Hulu, yes, the Hulu. Uh, and then next American Dad character, uh, Principal Lewis, who is Steve's principal in high school, and he's this just this big black guy, and he's also he's he's there for the comic relief. He's always. He's the worst principal ever. Like, and especially coming from you, Devin, who like are you're in the teaching world. So it's probably too real for me. It's I think you'd find it hilarious. And like they like totally poke fun at it too. Like where they tell him multiple times, like you really shouldn't be a principal. <laughs> when, yeah, I mean, like yeah, okay. <laughs> like, 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 trust me. Like, it's not like he's getting away with all these things. Like, yeah, it's it, it's it's hilarious. Uh, and then of course I gotta have Morty um on there uh mr poopy butthole of oh, course Mr. poopy butthole yeah like not like, on my honorable mentions but probably should be there yeah he he definitely would have made my top five if he was like featured more in rick and yeah Morty. i don't know why He's, they don't feature yeah more. and i think i think that's kind of on purpose I think they just want to give us just like just like just a, a taste of Mr. Poopy Butthole. Ooh, wee, wee. <laughs> um, Randy Marsh from South Park. Um, him just recently, in in the past handful of seasons, they've they've given him a lot more screen time, and and like they're making the most of it. Like he's he's doing awesome things and, and being funny. Uh, I have Bender on there, of course. Um, Zoyberg and Peter Griffin. Yeah, man, so, that's a big list. Yeah, it's a big list. I mean, fuck, there's, there's just, there's too many to choose. Um, what do you have? Okay, I have Patrick Starr from SpongeBob. Yeah, I wanted to put him in there, but I was like, fuck, yeah. do I, am I doing a top goddamn twenty? Like, <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Good, good. Um, Rick Sanchez, of course. Hank Hill. Oh, yeah. yes. I was thinking of doing Bobby, but I'm like, no, Hank. Hank <laughs> no, no, you got to do Hank. And then Beavis. Yep, classic. One of, one so, of the OGs. Yeah, the, the OG of ridiculous comedy shows. Mm -hmm. One of them. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that'll just about do it. Um, I'm going to get this episode out right now. And then Devin and I will be recording our watch along um, for Batman Begins. Uh, that'll come out. Uh, I'll probably put that out next week sometime. And like I said, I already have a Winter Soldier one in the can. Uh, so I could put that out maybe the following week or something. Or maybe stretch it out a little bit longer and try to try to build up um, a few more so we can drop them, um, you know, more frequently. So yeah. awesome. Well, uh, as always, 
Cheers. Cheers. Here's to swimming with bow-legged women. <laughs>